There you go. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Whatever year this is. Winners take y'all. 2024. That's right. Coming up on our first full year in April will be our first full Mm. year. John Brink, let's do it. Just like you were doing just a few nights ago on New Year's Eve. Nick, you're on mic one. Say something, Nick. Mic one? Yeah. So I'm going to make you not so hot. There's only He's pretty hot. You're going to try to down his hotness. Come up hello, right here because I'm not as loud as him. Yep, and I'm three. Yep. All right. Okay. There's the music right there. Bring that on down a little bit. Welcome to Winners Take Y'all tonight. A busy show. We we don't normally have busy shows. We normally talk for three, four, five, Taking seven that hours. Midstream, something, like something like that. Yeah. yeah. But, but not tonight. We're gonna um, kind of hang out for a few minutes, and we're gonna welcome Chad Reed to the program, and then we've got Travis Pastrana coming up as well. And we're I kind of was thinking about those dudes just based on. Anaheim won, and all the hype, and all of the riders that are like, I know we talk deep fill, but good lord, I mean deep that's a field. deep fill. There's, we wrote down some uh, some uh, guys that have won a championship, two fifty east west or a four fifty title, Just won a championship. And from what I see, there's fifteen guys that have won a championship. That fifteen are of all 15 in the four fifty class right now. You know I who mean. I did? No, we did not have uh, uh, what's his name, Bogle, Bogle. Is not on the entry list, but he's on a beta, right? He's oh, I didn't think he was. I didn't see him on the entry list. Well, there, he should be. Okay, let's let's double check. Should be. Let's let's go there, right back. There she is. You're gonna be on camera. There. Put she it right is. there on that. Right there. There you go. That if you put on that little. Yeah, Amanda's John's lovely. Amanda's wife. trying not to be on camera. You're still good. You're not on there. You're not on the camera. You're not. You're in full high def. That now. is oh a my god. Can awesome you fling those though. snacks. Fling a snack at Nick. What is that? delicious looking is what that is i could catch them she's been working hard all day taking down christmas decorations she was the host with the most for our new year's eve party at your other house yes she was uh that place that got off the rails just a little and it's it, it was, was it's supposed to it's that supposed was a to. perfect was new year's safe. eve party yeah it was safe nobody got hurt i got to hang out with my kids i was <laughs> nobody we were, got hurt nobody, nobody got, got there hurt. was no nobody f- got hurt listen i mean that's what i can I that's a good party for, yeah, a, for a winner's take y'all redneck party it was good there were no fights there was no, no everybody got people. along. But could everybody there have dancing? been a fight? Anybody irritated with anything? I mean, no, I was having no, fun, man. I had a blast. No, it, it was, was awesome. So, it was cool. Happy New Year. Winners take y'all enters our second, not quite calendar. That's calendar year, but not our second year. April will be our one year anniversary, but new studio. This is John's second house, one of two houses. And, yes. Uh, this is the lower portion. We have a, what year is that Honda over there? They can't see. 89. 89. Beautiful. CR250. Gold rims, the whole deal. Everybody yeah. wanted that First setup. year, the upside down forks. Beautiful. There is a bitchin' gold rim KX60 on the other side there where the bar yep. area is. And then you've got either a 79 or 80. You said you're not sure. I believe I that's feel a 79. Like 79. I feel like 79. I don't too, know why. Somebody will tell you. Yeah, yes. some, some YouTube guy. <laughs> 79 KX80. Then we got an 83 RM80. Yep. And then there's 04 KX100. It was And these son's. just sit down here. These And then there's... About seven XRs or whatever. We got XR seventy fives. We got MR fifties. 
it, and then in the over there, everybody knows now. We're not going to give your address out because they would wipe you out. There's nine <laughs> motorcycles, of, or seven or six right over behind us. And there's there. a stable for sure, yes. and it's it. You don't really mean for it to be like that. When you were a kid, up. it was motocross only. Yes. Once you start climbing towards fifty, it's like man, it adventure can't be bikes, motocross baby. only. Yeah. We we got to do other happens. things. Nick yeah. just got an adventure bike. He joined you. Yeah. yeah. It just happens. So, yeah. Trail bike, dual sport bike. It's like all this stuff you don't think you need. Yeah. But once you can't ride moto all the time, and yeah. you can't. You still want to ride, though. Get yeah, you that still feeling. want to ride. For sure. Yeah. For sure. That allows it. So we've uh, got some big plans for coming. Like We've been actually putting thought into the show now as John takes a nice pull off that old fireball walk and <laughs> takes him a pull off of that bad boy. Uh, got a little show beef cooking up now. Troy Dog. It came if out of nowhere, too, because we ended 23 on a high note, man. We were, we were strong with Bailey. We were boats and hoes. Oh, okay, yes. we're talking about show, too, yeah, but yes. Show. But we were having fun. Everything was fine, and then, and then New they Year's Day rolls. Us. They drop it on us that we had nine of the top ten shows on the Verb Podcast Network, but we we just... Uh, Magically we, missed out we missed on, on, the, on the number one spot. <laughs> I just so find that so... I want to recount. I want to go all... There definitely needs to be a recount. Trump, Gore, I want whoever, pick whoever your president Voter is. Voter fraud. Voter fraud. Something's going on. I feel like the Chads, you remember the loose Chads? Yeah. Not Chad Reed, but the loose Chads they loose, call back we, in the day. We definitely have an issue here. Loose Chads just on. rolling in with remember 30, that? 40 it was votes. In Florida. Like, what happened? Come on, Where does he do his show from? Uh, somewhere, I don't... North of us somewhere? I have no idea. Yeah, we're I bet going. they don't have loose chads up there. I bet they're uh, hiding in a bunker now because right. they know we're on to them, yes. right? We know we're Correct. coming from them. I'm not playing. You know, I I just find it is hard to believe. <laughs> I hope you're listening, the... Troy. Because, look, we printed out a photo, your your uh, Instagram, just your, just dumb, your face. Your dumb face. And guess where your dumb face Dark is? Dartboard. Uh, my locker, the... my high school locker. I went back to my high school and put it in there. Taped so it in there next I'll to look your look at you. I'm jump roping. When I'm uh, jazzercising, we're going well, on a vision quest. On we were on yeah. a vision quest. When I'm splitting firewood in the snow, yes, dude, mm-hmm. and I have to drag that sled just full of firewood up that hill. Yes. You know, it, that's the that's face. That's the face I'm looking at. Yeah, so, I'm not playing. We're coming for you. We are coming for you. It's over your reign of terror on Lies the podcast. I'm driving my Lamborghini at night in a thunderstorm, and there's a <laughs> montage of stuff going through yes. my brain. Yeah, it's running through. Phil Collins playing in the background. I know I was standing on the back of like the aircraft carrier, you know, yeah. and I was holding those Troy dog dog tags, <laughs> and I was just like, "Talk to me, Troy. Talk to me, Troy. Talk to me, Troy." Troy you know, and he dog? wouldn't ever say nothing, no, so I chunked the nothing. dang dog yeah. tags out in the yes. ocean. I'm like, I'm "Not playing this." So anyway, time for a recount. We got show in your jumpsuit. The <laughs> best thing about that was your jumpsuit. Yes, that it was a good flight suit. Yeah. I say flight suit. I guess it is a flight suit. Yeah. Well, what's on an aircraft carrier, it's a flight. Yeah, what's the difference in a flight suit and a jumpsuit? Just the where your Environment. Depending on like if your feet leave at. the ground. Yes. Because uh, at you some point it's coveralls too. If you haven't already followed us on Instagram, Dear it's, honey. it's winners take y'all. It's the Instagram handle. Winners follow take us y'all. there. You should definitely follow us there. There's some dumb stuff there, some show reminders and whatever. We've got shirts and we've got some stuff we some can give away. We're gonna toboggans, you guys, toboggans, we're gonna start stickers. selling stuff, some stuff on our little merchandise. Well, so that so that brings me to a little point if we're gonna, you know, if we're getting rid of our shirts and things like that. So I decide, this guy uh, that I race BMX with, Danny Roberts, he decides to, uh, get, what's going on? Oh, Nick, saying, oh, we're chunking ball, full handles. Of, no, do not do that. I feel what? like that's safe. I mean, what could possibly what could happen possibly? with a glass, slippery, icy, yeah, it's safe, fireball? Man. So Danny Roberts is like, hey, man, I love the show. And I said, Danny, I'll, I'll send you a shirt, you know, yeah. and he says, okay, so. When I go to the UPS You're store. You're wearing one. Like, you can show it to Yeah, us. winners take y'all. It's. Just this, a black shirt, you know, so 
Comes I, with a rubber. I come Sexy. to the. Yes, it's, listen. You put that shirt on, you're getting laid. Else. You're definitely getting laid. Oh, it's laid. how it, it, or you're it's going incredible. To jail. Yeah. Yes, and it does look nice in the shots when they put you in just busted. Yeah. And you always know somebody in just busted if you ever look. It's got the, it's the logo's high enough to get in your just busted picture. Yeah, yeah that and was that was the point. definitely yeah. the with like the spacing, you know. Because we know the people that listen to our show. Hey, are you know going what? We should get winners take y'all put around the collars so we're sure that it gets all of our listeners to get arrested. Oh, not neck tats and yeah. your license. It'll be in your license. Just photo. your collars. Yeah, <laughs> just, just so, well, just so we know that everybody that gets arrested that listens to the show, well, we can we get a photo. little advertisement in just yeah. busted. That's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I go genius. to the UPS store, and I'm like, hey, and the dude's name is Paddy, P-A-D-D-Y. So he's and trying I'm, to ship a shirt to Danny Roberts. Yeah, down in Florida. And I'm like, hey, uh, he goes, what's the name? I said, the name is the ever fast and stylish Danny Roberts. He's like, Phew. So he types it. And I'm, I said, no, you only wrote the ever fast Danny Roberts. He goes, that's all. And I'm like. Well, no soup for you. You got to make, yeah. I'm like, hey, make it say ever He's fast and stylish. Danny Roberts was fast and stylish. So why don't we call him? Because I said, dude. I wanted that on the label. Was there know? a line of people? Why, no, why I was the guy... first one there. It was 830 in the morning. So he just got a few more keystrokes is yeah, all we're talking about. Yeah, and he about. goes, the no, that big. I, I pick, you pick one. He can be fast or he can be stylish. I'm like, listen, man, he was both. Not today, yeah. No. But now, now he'll never know you think so. Because, this clown would not Patty know. Because won't put it Now in Danny's going to be like, man, dang, it, I thought I looked Was it a woman hey. named Patty? P-A-D-D-Y. No, it was a dude. And he was not having it. He he was seriously kind of like a Irish? UPS soup Was Nazi. P-A-D-D-Y, is he Irish? Was no. P-Daddy? He was, he was, he was uh, like from a, a Muslim like, type. Okay. Country. Okay, so... But he wasn't playing, man. Danny only gets to be fast or stylish in Patty's Sorry, book. Danny. Yeah, we knew you were both, but Patty will not take that. That's not cool. Huh. So, yeah, so shirts uh, yeah, shirts and stuff, that'll all be coming. And So Patty wasn't his real name. Just think he went home tonight, though, and they are like, <laughs> how was your day today? He's like, I had to assert my dominance over somebody about a little extra text <laughs> over today. Some damn pale some, skin, redhead dude yeah, at some, 8.30. That's uh, kind of a dick move. I'll be straight up with you. He buddy. was probably just pissed because he has an Irish name and you look Irish with the red hair. But he's Muslim, oh, That could though. be the but source he's of... Muslim? He had, Middle yes, Eastern, he appeared. Okay. He was Middle Eastern okay. for sure. I don't know. What, I, you know. don't know his religion. He I wasn't going to get all up in For his... all we know. Sure, that's a good point. Yeah, but... Yeah, I didn't want to get in his business like that. The way he was getting in mine, man, he was not having it. So... Thankfully, it should. Pick so. your favorite name. <laughs> Hopefully, one. Pick your favorite characteristic about the person you're sending something. He's either to. stylish or fast. You yeah. show me a picture of this guy. That's what he wants. Yeah, he needs. Oh, to he's know. not stylish. <laughs> no, I mean I fast. can't do that voice. So, nice. You know, but yeah. So anyway, Danny, shirts coming. Sorry, little beanie and some stickers. You'll never need the beanie in South Florida. Or you might middle Florida. I, I know they say. think they need them when it's like yeah. 58. Yeah. God, it's cold I know this style around Miami, and I assure you, there's plenty of bros down there wearing beanies. In Miami, man, our kids, yeah, but dudes wear it during the summer now, so I don't know how stylish. Yeah, but I'm is. angry when I see that. I do. When it's kid, the kids now wear it, it's full on hoodie sweatshirt in the summertime, hood t-shirt up. and shorts in the summer. Like Caleb just did it the other day. He's going out to school. I'm like, bro, it's 40 degrees. Yeah, it doesn't t-shirt matter. shorts. But when it it's 90, matter. he has a. I just that's little Caleb calling me right now. Uh, you, Sorry, buddy. You've you talked that me. into existence I for really sure. Did he just? I should have answered that. Like, hey, uh, yeah, you mom, remember when you had? Are that you hoodie? home? Like, it's, it's, what are we having for dinner? Yeah, you had that. You had that hoodie on. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. Mm. All things skins. We got helmet skins, 
Lever skins, rhino skins, pork skins, skin-tastic lotion, skin-o-matic. A lot of people don't know about the skin-tastic. It's very vel- velvety. Oh, my God. Coming to you. Jesus Christ. Man, Lambs, that could cost. Lamb skins. Lamb skins. Four skins. What was the uh, pig skin, skin? Skin on skin or it ain't going in. Pig skins, yeah. chick skins. And also, too, Fast House Yes, <laughs> and Faster Minis. Correct. Thankfully, Faster Minis, my son spent money with them, get his little KLX 110. We had a lot of nice stuff. We have the Mini Bike Nationals at this house. They're impromptu. We never know when they're going to happen. You're just coming down the road and dust just be rolling across the street. <laughs> <laughs> we, and I pull up and I'm uh, like, look at all the sea so of shout trucks. out to Faster Minis for hooking it up for sure. Fast House does this right too, man. They're yeah, good. man, absolutely. 100%. Those and are good guys. They're OGO a lot of as fun. well. Buy some Fast House gear. They got uh, yeah, the fun. And stuff. nothing rolls better than an OGO bag. If if we're all putting it for real, if you got to do a hundred mile commute through the airport, hundred miles, nothing. Like I almost think an OGO bag should come with a little flip out thing where you could ride it like a scooter. They got some of those now, but that OGO I've seen it, but I want OGO to have it. And because you could roll on those OGO wheels, they oh, are super smooth, smooth as glass. Those are like, yeah, those are rollerblade wheels, dude. No yeah, I, no I feel like they'll they'll handle it. You know, whatever speed you I got. Go. And before we get too far along, because we do have Chad Reed coming up, I just want to get some stuff off my chest. You guys that have followed along with my little saga of building my house and all that crap and burning burning my house down. <laughs> yeah, so I just built a burning house down the house, and uh, it burnt down a few days before Thanksgiving. So uh, we're trying to work through that. Just demoed it. But I will say this. Some rays of sunshine. I pull up yesterday. I thought the guy was going through my shit. Completely being transparent. I thought the dude was like... Because there are some things. There's things, though. There's my wedding ring. There's pearls. The dude was going through my drawers that I had set outside. I'm like, this this dude's going through my shit. But he comes up and goes, hey, man, I found a Hellsberg diamond thing and it was Christina's grandmother's pearls which I was like holy shit like how did you find them like yeah. rubble hey, hey Mitchell come on in man come this way right here sit on the just sit right down sit down in that pizza We're you filming. can actually feed us no just feed him but Mitchell we got headphones you're not in the shot so you can't sit nobody's ever going to know you're there just so you know but uh so yeah so the guy finds the pearls and I give them to Christina like that's been a few things we've literally gotten Pearls Put the and a little dish, and that's it, dude. Like nothing survived this freaking house fire. So we're working through it. So the, I know we joke about it, but like legit, the house did burn down. We legit have the oldest thing I own is these jeans. I was wearing them that day. Legit. Oh, this are your these original. Are the, this is from the old, old stash. Gen, old, Gen one. Old wardrobe. Gen one. Yes. Yeah. So. So it's been tough on yeah, you. Is what you're rough, saying. You've had a. Even though there's rays of sunshine coming through the clouds, a lot of, a lot of it's mostly clouds. A lot of sadness. So, a lot of sadness, you know, as this if, music indicates. If it was me... As I slow to turn it up for dramatic purposes. Yeah, you know, and it, I just I just think about on it's Golden Pond. $40, <laughs> good God. I'm not going in there with Meyer wooden boat. Listen, so, yeah, it's cloudy, and there are occasional rays of sunshine. There's days but, of suns. You know, if I'm you, I focus on those rays of sunshine i don't sit there and go yeah man my house burned to the ground how's it going today my house burned down what's up with you yeah and now and there might be a a grandmother's pearl set that's laying underneath a charred rubble pile don't focus on that right you know you want to be looking towards those rays you never want to focus on your wife's grandmother's pearl necklace (laughs) (laughs) well now 
if you could not focus in. on that, you know, I'm talking about the Hawaiian. Try Islands not here. to focus on that. <laughs> if you, if there's any way, if you could find it in you, what is it? But give me the, give me, give but it to ultimately, me. so what does it come back to? If nothing else, every bit of that when you see nothing but clouds, every bit of the core part of Kevin Kelly that forces him to see clouds is because your dad bought you that damn KD80. Yeah. Damn it. Stop if you would have had any other motorcycle, you would have seen nothing but sunshine. Nick, tell me you don't see nothing but sunshine. Nothing but sunshine in my life is and it's basically because you didn't have a KD. I didn't have a KD eighty. Yeah, he didn't have one. He yeah. don't he don't look through charred I'm rubble. Piles. I'm not looking through piles of charred rubble in my life. Hey Mitchell, will you bring another chair and just put the tray of stuff on your on the chair? He sits in that chair. Oh, that's a dope-ass solution and to a major problem of this food. Come on in here, dog. Nobody's in. Any other... Any other Mitchell uh, is our in-house chiropractor. In-house producer, chiropractor. Any other problem you have supply. with that it could be solved by just riding more. So If you were riding yes, more, leave that chair right your there. life would be better. Don't own a KD-80. Yes, and then put that and right next to it. And ride more. No, Mitchell, you put that right next to that. I'm sorry, I'm trying to tell you what to do. <laughs> I had to sit that next to you and you're I going, mean, sorry. if you want to wreck... You're in, dog. Don't worry about oh it. Oh, my gosh. We're not here. Can y'all believe this happened? It's happening. I, I like the, the idea food. of having the uh, the food tray in the shop. I know he likes having it close to you, so you can actually I'm about eat. to pass uh, it around. That's so. Well, sweet. we got Chad Reed coming up in moments away. Yeah. So if we're gonna eat, we can't be eating while we're talking to Chad. I mean, but like right now. To summarize. Yep. Do not start your life off as your first motorcycle is a KD80. Yeah. It'll burn your house down. Two. Yep. Ride more. Solves That's all what, your problems. That'll help you, Kevin. Ride more. If you have kids going forward, whatever the worst, stupidest motorcycle is, one of those damn Chinese motorcycles you buy at like the Pet Thunder, Boys, Storm, or those. whatever. Not buy the Pet Boys, CBS Pharmacy. If you buy a motorcycle at a pharmacy, you have you're doing issues. It wrong. You're causing issues yes. for a child. Down the road, his house will burn down. 50 years down the road, his. Yes. Or forty, you know, whatever. It's, you know, I heard CVS is going to be distributing most of the new electric bikes. Wow. How about that? <laughs> I mean, Yes, with a per- free prescription. That or Victoria's Secrets. They're Those gonna, two. Gonna that's who. Electric bike they're going to be the main distributors. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. For sure. You're going to wish Let's you didn't come Chad over Reed here, right Mitchell. Now. Let's stop this music right now. A hard yeah. stop. Okay. And now we're talking. Hey, dude, we got Damn it! I just want to eat, man. I'm so hungry. Right. Nick is going to go crazy. We got to call Chad Reed right now. You can call him, dude. That you can't do mean. it and not and eat food. So Nick anyway, can't. Chad, I'll tell you right now, boy. Apple slice. Hand me one of those sliders. <laughs> you know what? All right, Chad's going to win. Chad. Mm. Chad, man, seriously. I'm so hungry. Mm. You don't want mm. this right in the middle? Nope. Okay. Man, well, that's what he said, y'all. All right, those are so good. This is great content as no, we try to eat. Speaking of terrible content, Nick and I went riding. Yep. Yep. We went down to the, the famed sand track, Itchikani, middle Georgia. A million owners mm-hmm. over the years have been Jesse, which I guess was Harold Bone's father in law or something. Yep. yep. Then Harold Bone. Yep. Donnie Banks. Donald Eugene Banks. Donald Eugene Banks. Matt Walker. I always thought it was Donnie Hank Banks. Middle name wasn't Hank. I, I if like, your name was Hank Banks, you'd have to just go by that, though. There's no. 
Yeah, and now Matt Walker and um, tracks good as ever. The the conditions. How hard is it? That's sand. It's the best sand, best yeah. dirt in Georgia. There's no difficult obstacle obstacles. There's there's nothing about it that's technical except that it's sand, mm-hmm. and it works you to the to the core. You know, I. It's beautiful though, man. Yeah, it's a great place to ride. So, uh, we I'm coming down this downhill there towards the end, and I'm like. I'm riding at 60% all day. Just no reason to go fast, you know? And so I ramp up to maybe 70% and come down this one downhill and blow my left hand off the bar. Go! Stick my left nipple on the clutch perch and let it hit about three to five more bumps. And I'm like, my nipple's bleeding. My nipple's bleeding. I know it's bleeding. There's no way it's not bleeding. And so I ride a lap just knowing that I look like a man called horse. You know, it's like, when they hung him from the ceiling on those things. <laughs> yeah, you lost a nipple. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that's just terrible. This is painful. But luckily, I found his nipple. Yeah, it's like Lorraine Bobbitt's. Like, and yeah. sewed it back on. Fun fact that one of the gentlemen that works for uh, Paulding Fire uh, <clears throat> worked for the D.C. area during that time. When <laughs> No, he didn't. Oh, I promise you he did. He worked on the crew that was charged, tasked with finding his what they initially thought was, I found his thumb. His unit. It was his wiener on the side <laughs> of the road. John Wayne Bobbitt? Huh? That's terrible. I got good news for him, bad news for you. That's not a thumb. Yes. <laughs> Dang, dude. We found your thumb. That's not cool. How hard do you got to search a place to find something like that? I mean, is this a three-day, four-day exercise? Or I mean, it's better you just be find it pretty quickly. Dead. You know what I mean? They sewed it back on. He was in some adult yeah. films, I believe. Does eventually. it work? I mean, didn't see the film, but I don't, but, <laughs> but I heard it. Okay, it. we'll heard. put the link. He in heard. We'll that's his thing. Link. That's his thing. Is prosthetic yeah. wieners. Yes, that's that's really yeah. what gets Nick. So that's prosthetic. a very small niche. Well, I can assure you, if you can get a transplant, oh, we would all have one. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the busiest office in the world. <laughs> Mitch will be doing that instead of chiropractic. Yeah. yeah. Making big money then. Dude. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm He'd be try popping to people's Chad bones Reed. in a much different way. Mm-hmm. You have one of those. I need one of those at a, up in the extra large. Yeah. Oh, that's the only thing he sells. All the small, medium, and large. Yeah, are just why would you do it? Fully in stock. Sir, I'm a regular stock. white guy wiener. No, you <laughs> yeah. they would never sell those. He's like, hey, do you have any more of those? I'm looking extra for large? something from You Ecuador. got those magnums and stuff. Yeah, those, those don't come in white. <laughs> yeah. Why you got a two tone, dude? So you're on? saying I got to spend the rest of my life in a tanning bed with a sock? <laughs> yeah, that's out, the only dog. way you could match it up, and I could never. More melanin, bro. A lot more. No, melanin I'll end more. up just eat, getting skin cancer. And all right, let's ring up Chad. It'd be Reed. worth let's, it. Let's not be It'd talking be whenever it. we call him. Are right? you good with this? We're gonna do this. Oh, so I got to shut up. No, <sighs> see if it works. Be, it's gonna be tough. You don't want it. Still it was talking. Burnt. Hello. Chad Reed. How you doing? Hey, man. Welcome to uh, Winner's Take, y'all. You've never been on here before. You've been on DMXS probably 50 times, but uh, a spinoff, if you will, of DMXS. And uh, just welcome to the program and not having to race anymore. I know you haven't raced in a while, but how cool is it to kind of watch all this stuff build as we roll into Anaheim 1? Ah. If I'm honest, I miss it. <laughs> so uh, I think most people, which is kind of lame, if I'm honest, how many just retired guys are just so over it. And I, I genuinely miss it. Um, and so to give you an answer, especially when you see the mud, just because 
the mud just brings such a the unknown and and you know you've 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 done your eight to 12 week training block and all the testing in the world and you know you've kind of tried to tick all your boxes and then suddenly all that gets thrown out the window and it's gonna you know it could possibly be a survival i honestly outside of seeing one industry uh an instagram post i, I haven't even seen the track so um don't even really know what the weather's been. I just heard it's been raining, so that's well, it. <laughs> you know, weather back then, like they've gotten so scientific about how they can keep a track dry and wait till the last minute. I feel like even back then, the advancements they've made in drying out a track at the expense of your skin has gotten much better. <laughs> You've, they can throw a bunch oh, of stuff Oh, they can out. have rain Friday night, and it can be totally right. good. Uh, not no five, yeah, baby. Yeah, no uh, 2018, we kind of paid the price. Yes, uh, you did. Actually, 2019, we paid the price of, uh, you know, some of the <laughs> that, Is that stuff. The Limegate, <laughs> Limegate, Agent Orange. They placed, Lime, yeah, when Lime, they placed Lime Agent Gate. Orange. Well, and and dude, you <laughs> we do, might you we do. might be really rich one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might, not me, but you guys that race. You know, it's gonna be now. those commercials on TV. It's gonna say, "Did you race Supercross? Did you in or a loved one race Supercross? <laughs> <laughs> or drink the water from Camp Lejeune? One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, let, you know, so you talk about uh, loving the sport like you do, and I, I haven't, I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched a lot of your tutu stuff, like, with your family, but I sat down and watched, I, I watched one, I was like, damn, that was fun, like, and I'm not blowing your, I told these guys, I called them, yeah, I'm like, Yeah, he's not just saying this. No, I, I had the same conversation, I was like, it was really enjoyable, because uh, I go to all these amateur races, and I see all these kids, and I hear all the parenting, and, you know, your kids aren't, like, the top, most elite kids, so they're kind of, like, middle of the road and i i feel like what you're saying 90 percent of the dads out there can totally relate they to this because it. it's so normal like it's what the conversations they're having too i mean that's really the big the only reason i kind of you know entertain and you know spend and give my time and and money to be honest with you like the youtube at this point's not a big money maker so it's not like <laughs> it's not like i'm doing it for the money it's it's more just the outlet you know it's like i don't personally have the time and energy to to go and teach thousands of people but i can reach thousands of people through youtube you know and so that's kind of the route is most people and, and, and myself included, you know, like I was kind of like that 1% and I grew up only knowing that. And so seeing it from another angle where, you know, you're the kids have not been doing it since they're little and they're having to really just pick up the fundamentals and, and learn. And, and it's crazy how much they learn from the right information. Um, that's been, been something that's kind of blown my mind a little bit, especially when when it meets their attitude you know like tate's kind of put his hand up and he says i really want to do this and hmm. with that attitude and then you know taking on that the knowledge and the information that i pass on to him it's crazy to me how how quickly he's evolving i tell you that's what i was going to say i watched like i remember when you like <clears throat> and i don't remember the exact like the wording of the video and everything when you did it but like kind of when tate when you first put him on a bike and he first started riding a little bit and the, like from that to now that he's improved a ton. I mean, it, it's just oh, it's, it's, like, and it's he fun. came a it's long fun, you way know, like, in a short period of time. <laughs> I was like, damn, yeah. ge damn genetics, man. He just, he kind of like all of a sudden he's going good. 
it's the one thing where you you know you you don't realize that you know a kid that's been in a you know ever since he i mean his first race he was two weeks old um you know he went to you know hangtown in 2010 uh when he was two weeks old so uh you know so when you think about that and for somebody that's kind of showed little to no interest the whole time you know and kind of just you know as a little kid he was a busy little guy and he and you know he basically just was like why are we here like why do we have to go watch dad like why can't i just stay in the bus like he was so content to stay in the motorhome and but he but he watched it and you know obviously i was always very analytical and always watched hours and hours of footage you know that we personally filmed uh, as a team and then you know and then the race footage on tv and stuff like that and so he was always there and and obviously at the races and and in the practice track and you know out at tutu compound when we owned it and things like that and it's just it's it's crazy that all of that information you don't realize they're taking it on when they're showing no interest but you know when they when they actually want to do it it's how quickly they can pick it up is pretty pretty cool wow yeah and your youngest one speaking of really showing no interest it's like he's kind of the malcolm stewart to tate he's like eh, just have fun whatever you want to do and then the one i can't remember episode where you're doing supercross and he's like jumping a double they're like well damn he's doing this now like i guess we need to talk to him because we normally just kind of focus on tate yeah. and now we're gonna have to talk to this kid about some stuff yeah my little guy <laughs> him and i butt heads <laughs> he is so 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 unbelievably talented and you know like you you can't teach what he has but he doesn't have tate's attitude and and want to to do it and so you can't it's my opinion that you can't make them want to do it you know and tate didn't want to do it until he was 11 years old either so um he thinks he's going to be a basketballer or a golfer and and i said well dude look at your mom and i i don't know that you're going to play basketball <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so maybe uh maybe swing some golf clubs a little more <laughs> yeah exactly what do you think's better if you're if you're just picking not necessarily your kids but sheer desire or raw talent which one will get you further i'll take desire all day long um yeah. i think that somewhere it has to meet in the middle um, you know, Tate's very, very talented and can pick up things really quickly. Uh, Tate, you know, Tate's a different learner. You can't, it's not all about just, you know, telling him, telling him, telling him. You sometimes, uh, what I've realized is I have to ride a lot more. You know, whenever I ride with him, uh, he picks it up a lot. Um, mm. he's 13 years old, so his little hormones are coming in and he's starting to flex on dad. So, um, <laughs> you know, every once in a while I have to flex back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they'll, they'll, that moment will come, and I think Timmy Ferry's talked about it whenever his son beat him, and you're like, when is that going to happen? you got to fight that off as long as you can. Yeah, we're, we're a ways away. I still get to, I still get to claim the fastest of the house. So, um, But it, it'll, it'll go one day. I mean, especially if he keeps, you know, doing and chasing the, you know, chasing the goal and the dream like he is. But um, I love it, you know, like – it's funny everyone talking about Anaheim and all these kinds of things that it's, it's a crazy week and you know running your own race team and if I didn't know that I was going to Anaheim it would you know it'd be hard to tell you not because like I'm literally about to scoff down some food when I'm done with you guys and then I got to drive two hours down south and grab my trailer that just got wrapped and you know it just everything last minute getting ready for the winter series this weekend and so but I love it you know like a lot of people can you can either choose to 
complain about it or you know get on with it and embrace it and look look for you know look forward to a, a badass weekend with my family yeah, yeah and it looks like uh, you guys are gonna give a shot to loretta's and that's where the the real fun and the kind of eye-opening kind of happens but you'll be able to kind of temper him and i guess manage his expectations because that's that's got to be a big part of the whole deal like you want to go win but you got to go in like if you know you're one of the guys you can you're one of the guys but if you don't and it doesn't meet your expectations how do you manage your kids and their emotions. There's all kind of parenting going on there. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot to it. Um, you know, and I think that it's, it's, and it's a fine line because I'm, you know, like I, like, again, coming from being one of the one percenters, um, you know, like I'm wired one way and I, I, I genuinely believe that you either got it or you don't. And it, today's the day, you know, and we don't, there's not always tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so sometimes I feel, that it's hard for me to be like, okay, you know, just you've been doing this for a couple of years, like calm down. And then the other part of me, you know, so one, one part of the brain's telling me one thing, the other part's telling me the other. And so I gotta, I gotta be, you know, kind of find, find a happy place. There's, there's days to push and then there's days to be, be calm and, and understand that there's a process in place. And, um, Loretta Lens has never been something for me, you know, like I didn't grow up with it. And so I don't have that attachment to it. Like, you know, like the typical Americans do. Um, and so for me, the goal, you know, is if my, if my kids tell me, Hey, we want to go do Loretta Lens, then we're going to go do Loretta Lens. If my kids don't tell me that we're not going, if there's no dream to go chase Loretta Lens, then, then for me, it's fine. Like I made it through life just fine not going to loretta lands ever um but yet. it would be exciting you know not like, going to like i've always yet you haven't yeah, done you it haven't yet. Been yeah. yet so if you're going to these qualifiers i full-on expect to see you mount up a bike and, at uh, some point just yes. quali- you, at least just no, qualify I, what was it two years ago like 2000 and 2002 my kids it was their first year racing dirt bikes and I said, all right, we'll do this and I'll take you everywhere. And we did the, we did the area qualifier. We did the region, you know, like the regional qualifier and we did all these things and they were just way over their head. They were not ready, but I wanted to kind of just expose them to what the sport is and and how it is. And, and it's kind of like, if you don't break them during that period, well then, then we we might be in this thing for the long haul. Right. (laughs) So yeah, if that didn't freak them out, uh, I wrote an area yeah, I rode an area qualifier at uh, NCMP, um, but I didn't. I didn't do the regional because the kids were never going to make it, and so I wasn't going to go to Loretta Lens and hang out just for my own self. So, um, but yeah, I, I'll embrace it when when we're ready for that, uh, when that moment. And I think that uh, Tate has probably a really good chance of making it this year. Um, and if he is looking like that's what it's going to be. Then, then I might dust off the boots and, you know, yeah. someone's got to put Brownie in his place. I think, Thank you, you know, so. <laughs> I just can't like me. <laughs> the said the same thing. He's ready for it. Me as an old guy, just sitting there on the line. I'm like, yeah, there's no chance. Like I'm trying to qualify for a qualifier and I'm yeah. sitting there look over. I'm like, Oh, cool. There's Chad Reed. Nick qualified Sweet. for that's the qualifier. Like lining up for next to Brownie and just like, damn. <laughs> You know what's funny is is Brownie actually sucks the fun out of it. Let's be honest, because I'm you know I'm ninety percent dad, and you know every once in a while I put on my cycle kit or even my dirt bike kit these days. But um, it you know it it would be 
it'd be literally like getting ready for a national, you know, like Mike's in really good shape and, and he's been there. And I think Loretta's is about the track is the same every year. Uh, so it's, it's very much a repeat of years and years and years and knowing where all the holes, you know, where the lines and everything like that. So, you know, so jumping in there would be actually quite a challenge, you know, like, and again, I expect to go in. I'm expected to go in and challenge him. So, sure. <laughs> uh, you know, so you don't get that. You don't get the wave a card of like, yeah, I'm here for fun. You gotta, you gotta have to go through the prep. Yeah, and that's work true. And everything like he, that. No, you don't. He get would that. suck yeah. the fun out of that for you guys a little bit because it actually yeah. makes you, you would make you do like train harder because he's flying. I mean, he's going. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a hundred percent. Oh, yeah. dude, I, I did a vet race in England um, yeah, at Father back. Castle and. And and thank God, uh, I hadn't raced in in a, in a in a good bit, and and I really hadn't been riding, and the track was really old school. I hadn't rode a track like that since my GP days, um, and I have never experienced arm pump in my life, and I had the worst arm <laughs> pump I've ever had in my life there. And uh, anyway, I was in the plus forty where he was in the plus fifty, so I didn't have to race him. Um, there you go. So that was, uh, but I mean, you know, lap time wise, I was, we were, we were obviously close, but I didn't know that I could throw down, you know, all the laps like he could. What, yeah. what kind of bike were you riding at Farley? I just rode a stock KTM 450. Oh, okay. So not an old bike. I was close no, to no, him. No, no, I, I, I was close to him yeah, twice. I, at the, I rode the, the uh, um, <laughs> the modern class. I think okay. they call it. Okay. I didn't like even that. know they had so, modern yeah. classes. That's an offshoot yeah, from like, the other one, right? The other Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's kind of like there's about eighteen different races and if you try to explain to somebody which one you did is, is harder than it's Evo worth. three, <laughs> Evo Yes. Yeah, right. Who knows exactly, what we yeah. ride? Disc brake, water cool. Yeah. yeah. So how does it feel yeah. for you to go back like when you say like you go ride a stock four fifty, right? Do you get on it? And I know yeah. they make a ton of power now, so the power I'm sure or you would know better than me or could say better than we can, but the power is probably good, but do you just get on it and go, I really need to do something with this suspension or is it something that you can ride? So what's always, it's always, I don't know. It kind of grinds my gears a little bit, but like the average person that goes and buys a, a 450, any of them. And before they even ride it, they want to go put a thousand dollar system on it and then <laughs> tear the suspension out of it and revalve it. But like, and again, maybe you know, maybe I'm pretty decent on a motorcycle and I can compensate, but like, maybe I just for riding for fun. And like, if I go and I just want to go ride the track, a KTM 450 with stock suspension, stock ECU and pipe is awesome. Like mm -hmm. it's really, really good. Um, you know, if somebody's fast at the track, um, you know, and then I have to be like, oh, I got to push a little bit. Yeah, you have to, like, the bike maybe isn't in the window. It needs a little tweak here and there. But for the most part, a stock bike is pretty damn good these days, mm -hmm. you know, like all of them. You know, like I rode a Yamaha at the beginning of the year and the engine was, you know, awesome. And um, the KTM's awesome, you know, like I just, I love it because you can press the button and just ride it. You know, the yeah. clutch, the hydraulic clutch, I love it. You know, a lot of people love the, you know, the cable, but. For me, you know, like I can put 10, 15 hours on a motorcycle and not have to change a clutch and yeah. a Japanese bike doesn't yeah. work like that. Yeah. Cool. Hey, let's uh, let's kind of transition. I want to get your take because you were part of 2005 and I remember we were knee deep in the industry at the time. Still still am. And 
I remember we went out to that race, and I'm like, man, this is as good as it's going to get. MC's back. Chad Reed, defending champ, back. RC, Stu, Travis Pastrana, Kevin Windham, Fonseca, Timmy Fair. It was locked and loaded. It's a deep list. This, it was deep. Yeah, Dave, DV was there. Like, And then I look at the, I think, and I think my math is close, I think there's 16 or 18 former, not race winners, but Supercross champs in 250 or 450 at this upcoming Anaheim one, like take me through, like you were the defending champ coming in and the hype surrounding that. And you're like, why are like, talk about me because I'm kind of a badass myself. Yeah, you, the you defending talk. champ. And yet they're talking about all these competitors and yeah. So I know you can speak to hype and shaking that off and winning races and what this weekend looks like from your perspective. Yeah. And again, like, even when we did it in 2005, like I always hate the word stacked because it's just, it always seems to not live up to its hype ever, you know, like even that particular race was, was such a dud, you know, um, and 2005 in general, I mean, round two and James was out already. And, you know, of course it was a fun series, but like just in general, like it really didn't live up to its hype. And, you know, somebody always comes out and flexes. I think today, you know, I think the biggest thing that's changed is the four shirt. Um, everybody's on them. I think the bikes are all really good. There's a high percentage of factory riders now. Um, and so I think that, uh, you know, the bikes bring everybody within much closer, you know, windows than I think what it was in 05. Um, you know, Ricky James and I, uh, Kevin at times in, in Loraco really could separate away from from the group um and i think that this year we will at some point see the cream rise you know um but yeah i mean again if it if it is going to be a mutter this weekend um geez barsha could go win the thing eli could go win it anderson you know any of these guys jet um i but i think that once once we hit the ground running i think uh I think it should be really fun. You know, I think both Jet and Hunter, you know, will add some flavor to the 450 class. Um, you know, Malcolm being back and, and, and hopefully healthy and got his head on his shoulders. Um, and I think in general, the KTM group bike has, you know, the, I think they've made some improvements from the videos that I see. Um, I haven't seen any of those guys personally ride or anything like that. I saw Malcolm uh, and Christian ride very, very early stages, but, you know, they were, I think they were only like on their first week back of riding and both guys coming off injury. So that's kind of hard to judge. Um, but just, yeah, just the videos that I see, you can see a lot. Um, I see, still see a little weakness there in the whoops, but it's massively improved, I think. Um, and then just like, does Anderson come back? You know, I think that Jason had a really odd, you know, 2023, um, you know, I think an all new bike brings out the best of some people when, when you're down like that and you can find new motivation, new comfort zones and things like that. And from what I've heard, that bike's, you know, considerably better in a lot of places. Um, I don't know who I'm forgetting, but just, yeah, I think Eli, I guess, you know, like being, being older, I don't like to have favorites, but I think, I think that, uh, it, it would be hard and, and, you know, and unhuman to, to feel bad, like for what happened to him last year and go out like that, I think is, is a really tough pill to swallow. And, 
um you know obviously racing early you know early years when he first went into the 450 class and um you know he's kind of like one of the last ones standing from my mm-hmm. i wouldn't he's not really my era but later in mm-hmm. my era i guess yeah. um and you know so so it's always hard to not root for for eli um but particularly what happened to him last year i think he i just hope that he has that kind of form you know yeah. i'm i'm pretty neutral on who wins and who doesn't um but i genuinely just would really like to see eli come back at the same level uh with the same motivation and the domination and and just how he rode last year he was i think as a guy you know sitting on the couch and watching it was really fun um and you know when you're sitting there and you're you're trying to somewhat use teachable moments for your kids um eli is a is a is a good you know good technique good rider you know the way he rides rides clean always and so it's always nice to have that good guy up front that yeah, you can talk about the example hey can you speak to and i know you watched all the rounds in that honda and sexton and you know can you did you experience anything like that where you had to kind of adjust how you rode based on what the bike was doing to you consistently and what did you see whenever he kept tucking the front end for lack of a better term oh man it's hard to say i mean you know a lot of that stuff it's hard because you're always torn because as a rider i know that there's a feeling that you have and you need and and just because your teammate doesn't feel it or doesn't have the same concerns doesn't mean it's not there um you know and and without riding the bike personally and and understanding i haven't even rode that generation honda um and so it's kind of hard to really say one way or the other um the biggest thing that you have to look at is is the consistency of the problem you know and the same problem over and over um and i think that it was you know you you kind of got to call it 50-50 because chase made a lot of mistakes last year you know um and then obviously the bike seemed to let him down every once in a while but i don't know <laughs> it's hard to say on that one especially when when jet goes and makes it yeah you know makes same it, motorcycle but it jet, has worked great yeah, it's well, kind of hard to, yeah. jet jet band-aids a lot of things I, I don't like when jet is having you know not that we've seen an off day but but i do see that when jet isn't perfect or jet's off just a little bit like let's take you know charlotte race jet at no point it was the first time that we seen him vulnerable on a 450 um he just at no point really looked comfortable um you know and, and for whatever reason what that was i don't know but it just visually from the guy that i watched go 22 and 0 to the guy that you know jumped onto a supercross track and then chase and then it kind of like it almost flips you and confuses you more because then on the other foot chase looked awesome like badass awesome you know went one one um and crushed it and never put a foot wrong and then and yet jet looked vulnerable and then the next weekend it was all reversed again so yeah strange yeah it is weird we've got travis pastrana on after you uh we finish up with you and when i think of you and travis at the same time i think of daytona and him wheeling those whoops 
and just getting out of, and you're like, dude, I think I remember the camera goes to you and you're like, dude, stay the hell away from me. Am I right? Remember that <laughs> there's some sort of interaction. You're like, dude, don't take that crazy shit away from me, dog. I got a series to win. I, you know, like, it's funny, like after all these years and it's just like one of my, one of my really good friends, we text regular is, is Travis, you know, and we, our schedules never allow us to hang out. Like we're, you know, we're, random moments where like hey can you do this and it's like no can't it doesn't work out or we try to do car racing or go karts like just dumb stuff Mm -hmm. and i you know i'd like to consider him a really good friend and it just like the one thing that we always talk about is just the fact that he never won a big bike race you know and i kicked his ass every time i raced him and i just think that that's awesome because (laughs) you don't get a lot of those moments like everything that travis does is so good and so clever and so, yeah, you always got to dig into, dig into the Supercross career because yeah. that's the only thing that he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't reach what he really could have reached. Yeah. So you, you know, all things perfect. Travis doesn't get hurt half the time, half. just half. And if he kind of shies away from FMX for a little while, what does that? What does his career look like? Just in your thoughts, because he had like a fully devoted so to much moto talent. And Supercross, Travis Pastrana. You know, knowing Travis, like, I think that Travis was one of the most committed guys. And I think, you know, he has a very busy head. And um, and I think that, like, a lot of people, like, I, I always compare it to, like, when I started my own race team, a lot of people, you know, didn't understand, like, why you would want that stress. You know, like, why would you do those things? And for me, it actually was a reliever, you know, like, it was an outlet where you got to use you know, other parts of your head and brain and put out, you know, your energy elsewhere. And it actually, I felt more committed and more, you know, at ease with my racing than I did without it. So I just think that from the outside, he was possibly judged a lot of like, oh, he did this. And I think it was more his choices than I think the the distractions. I think, you know, trying to jump over a fence at Castillo's probably wasn't the greatest <laughs> idea <laughs> right you know like um yeah other than that i i think it was just more his own choices that got him into trouble not really the the distraction of said freestyle career i actually think that that was a nice outlet for him to mm. stay normal um and i just think that people have a path um and i don't know that I mean, maybe he has regret. Maybe he would do it a different way. But, I mean, look at him. I think that, you know, you put him up against all of us, and he's he's much more popular than all of us. He's, he, you know, he's still crushing it with Nitro Circus. And mm-hmm. now at a business level and, you know, his kids and his wife, I think he's doing really well. And so I think the path that he was meant to be on is is what it was, and it allowed him to do the things that he's doing today. Yeah, it, it's pretty impressive when you think about all the different avenues Travis had. You're probably right. He was he yeah, was it, destined it, it, to explore it, it, a some lot people, of paths. Some people like Ricky have to go laser focused one thing. That's it. And other guys, you think it might have taken away from just his who he was. He like, might have been a very unhappy individual, right. which wouldn't result. Yeah, in like I think Travis. Good point. Yeah, I think Travis just kind of ended up where he was supposed to be. You know, like I think when you throw in the name Ricky. I think the the question of things is always, you know, Ricky Dunge and and Villapoto. I think, like retiring at 26 years old, I, when when all three were, 
really on a roll and and doing good things and it's just i don't know that those things are more questionable to me than a travis pastrana's career for sure yeah like tell me this could you have you're leading at bud's creek you win you're like all right guys <laughs> i'm done it. i'm gonna race the nations later on this year and that's it he led the series for like three more rounds and he wasn't even with racing. ease it seemed but he wasn't even racing he had pulled out like yeah. could you have pulled out of a series that you were i'm and i'm I say that, but I, I, know, I don't know the financials of him racing cars, and I know that was the next step for him. But, man, that's just wild to me, to pull out of a series you're just cooking. But yeah. asking Chad, that's a kind of a rhetorical question because Chad, Chad, went, he Chad wants racing. to win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he right? <laughs> I, I know. I, know I wasn't uh, – <laughs> yeah, I wasn't doing outdoors that year, but it would be, you know, I think if you're in that place, like it would be really hard for me to – I mean, because he didn't even – realistically he didn't even have to race all the races he could have just sat out like every other race yeah. and still won it he know? had a big lead um, yeah wow <laughs> so i don't know like there's a part of me like i just don't and again at, at the end of the day i mean you know you see pictures of the of rc and it's like god damn you know like how many more white number one plates can you fit on your wall anyway <laughs> exactly so true man i, I think was... the better question is would Elliot have allowed you to pull out of a series no hell no yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I, even when I yeah when I told Ellie I was retiring, she's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I'm like I'm forty. I'm almost forty years old." Like, yeah, I think it's like, who are you? <laughs> well, last year, I think it was last year when uh, you and Tate raced that father son race. Um, monster. Yeah, that monster. You rode the eighty five, and I just remember like somebody was like, "Man, that's really cool." And I was I, I was like, "Yeah, it's really cool." Except for Chad, probably had fun right up to the point it started, and when it was over. But when he got on the when it was going on, he wanted to win. These he guys. was yeah, like, trying to kill everybody. Kick somebody's ass. I'm. Gonna... I know we've we've done it three times and three times second. Oh my god! Oh uh, god! You know <laughs> who like, beat you? Yes, what father son duo? Uh, Josh Grant. The maybe? first two time, uh, yeah. This year I got uh, JG and Wyatt won. Um, Tate had a really tough first lap. Like he lost a, a bunch of time on the first lap, and then. Uh, and then I kind of was like pretty even with Josh. And then the second lap Tate ripped it. And then honestly, I was pretty average on my last lap. Um, did he, so, did he give it to you? For yeah. That? Tate he, give you hell? Like, oh yeah. No, he did. He, oh. No, like, cause like, cause like for the most part, I was always able to rip and obviously, you know, before it was against, uh, I think it was one of the local kids, uh, dads and his dad was really small. And so he was like perfect size oh. for, for 85 and, and Tate, uh, this year was really fun because Tate rode the big wheel, uh, where all the other years he was on little wheel. And so like the big wheels, it's like considerably a lot more fun to ride than, yeah. the, than the little wheel A5. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously JG's, he's smaller than me and, and, and he rips, you know, on a dirt bike pretty damn good. So I knew that beating JG was going to be tough. Um, but yeah, definitely Tate. Tate rubbed that one, and he's like, oh, I'm not claiming that one. That was on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah Tate, uh, like, Tate gives you the classic uh, dad-to-son speech. Dad, yeah, I'm see. not upset with you. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. You let me down, buddy. Putting the heat on dad. Yeah. yeah. Now, pack this shit yeah, up. Man, it's such on. a fun track. It's funny. I, I love that track, but I've only ever did, like, every year. Like, I've been, what, for the last three years, I've done two laps only on an 85. I've never rode the track on a big bike. <laughs> it's a great track. Yes. Make sure yeah, you get a big I, the bike track eventually. Looks awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah, I want to go. I definitely want to go there. Yeah. Good dirt, everything. That's usually a nice. I think they have a. Don't they have a qualifier there or something? Maybe. Usually, there's oh. usually yeah, an area or something. They, they they do. They have an area there. Yeah. yeah, I guarantee you, Chad has already mapped out the year and like probably a couple of regions for a backup region and all that stuff. It's so. Are you guys actually going to go after Loretta's this year? Try to make it just to see what what happens, or have you decided? Yeah. So, so the current plan is definitely, you know, like, just like you said, like we're, we're looking, you know, Ellie and I are looking at the schedule and trying to figure out what it is. And, and honestly, like, it's pretty crazy. Like you have to pay crazy respect to the sport and to the families, yes. you know, because we as a family are very lucky for the career that I had and, and, and what that brung and you know how we go racing and and you know the what my career gave me the opportunities to to be able to do this with the kids mm -hmm. and how we do it and it's crazy to me when you look and you start mapping out the potential races that like you have to do and again i hate to say it and bring it up because it always comes across like i'm negative towards loretta's but like just genuinely speaking as a dad and, and a very fortunate one like when you look and map it out, like it is insane how much money and work and effort goes into just trying to for make sure. it to one race, sure. you know, and and that is for somebody who didn't grow up here as a kid and didn't grow up in that system. I just don't know how sustainable that is. And but then here we are. What do we celebrate? Forty years, 40. I think this past you know year, and it's bigger than 40. it's ever been. And, yes. Yeah, and so the race is not getting smaller, and and I love that everyone's doing it. But man, it's a it's an eye opener, I guess. I just I have to pay respect to the people, you know, forty years prior to me and the forty years after me. Um, it's a big commitment, and I, yeah, I just you know, it just brings me back to my own career of like growing up as a kid and you know, dad driving all over the country and things mm -hmm. like that. But it is, it's it's a it's a big commitment and. And, and something that we love and I'm looking forward to it, but it is, you have to, you have to acknowledge and recognize how, how hard it is and, and how these families, you know, make it work. Yeah. I had talked to Timmy wait, probably four years ago when Evan was kind of getting serious. He goes, he goes, look, man, he goes, you know me, I get hookups and I, I get help. He goes, I still spent a shit ton of money. So I'm like, damn. And I'm sure you guys, with all your help and all that stuff, just the fuel, the just the travel, all That's that expensive. stuff. It's expensive. It I is mean, pricey. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you start budgeting all these things. Like, you're you're easily going to be $150,000, $200,000 a year, you mm -hmm. know? So Johnny Truck Driver, it's, which it's I know a, these dads in the B class, mortgaging everything. Yeah, you don't understand when you know their job. Correct. How they're pulling this off. I ask dads all the time. I said, what do you do for a living? He goes, I'm a plumber. Yeah. And I'm like... That's yeah. unbelievable. Do you own a, a company with 85 crews? No, no and, like, and, I, and, I, and I see this yeah. guy. I, I see Johnny Plummer at Mammoth. see him in Texas, mm. at the uh, Baja Bra, Loretta's, yeah. all these other races. I'm like, dude, much respect. He's going to all of them. Yeah, and, and, I, and some of these guys are going there for the wrong reason, but a lot of the dads are just there. They love it. They're trying to give their kids everything yeah. they can and just give them an opportunity. And at the end of the day, I think most of them know that their kids – it's not going to make it, but the memories, and I have those same memories are really good of memories. driving to a race, two in the morning with my pops, me and him having these one-on-one -on -one conversations, which I will cherish For forever. Sure. And I'm sure you and Tate are getting those same things. But you got to wonder, too, if so, it's it's gotten so – I mean, it may be cheaper to play polo than it is to race motocross seriously now. I mean, because oh, – I, I would I would agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I, think I mean, it's, it's gotten to a point where – 
you know, it is, it's crazy. And like, yeah, maybe most, you know, a high percentage of these kids are probably not chasing college careers and, you know, having to deal with the, you know, years of college debt, but yeah, <laughs> I think they're, they're, and I the think they're doing debt. it and, and some, you know, by like what this is, you know, it yeah. is, it's, it's gotten, it's gotten crazy and, and, and really out of control on, on how big it is. But I think with saying that you just have to say that like, you know, going to some of these practice facilities, practice tracks, and seeing some of these somewhat factory riders, you know, amateur kids, literally with no homes, living out of a, you know, a fifth, a, wheel, a, fifth wheel, yep, and they're living at the facility, and you just, I don't know, there's there's so many ways you can look at it, but for me, I just have so much respect for that them chasing that one percent and i think that that you know and 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 honestly most are never going to make it but it's the good humans that you build along the way just like what you said you know it's the memories you have with your family and you know and it's like that's what i'm really fortunate is all three kids enjoy going to the races they're not you know we're not having to split ellie and i up and ellie's going one direction with kai or tate or pace and you know, I'm going the other direction and having to, you know, dual parent, <laughs> yeah. you know, all over the country on, on separate things. Like we're, you know, we're still able to roll down the road as a family and enjoy it. And, and that's, that's what's key. Yeah. yeah. Has, has, has Tate driven the RV yet? I was driving it 13. My, <laughs> no. My, my dad's no. like, hey, grab that Ellie wheel. Ellie won't even like, drive it. All right. <laughs> okay. You know, it's funny. I, uh, I, yeah, I, I was towing a trailer, um, there's a there's a road in Australia. It's called the Hay Plains, which is like, it's probably like a hundred and it's got to be like a hundred and fifty miles, three hundred miles. You know what it reminds me of? You guys have driven it. It reminds me of uh, I ninety five, but from basically South Carolina down to Jacksonville, where yeah. it's just <laughs> nothing. Straight. Ugh. It's and literally just straight. Just straight. <laughs> but it's not by the ocean, and there's no water. It's like literally in the desert. Um, and it's just kind of like, it reminds me of that. And you're just like, oh my gosh, you know, like just, and then Australia is much less populated. So mm-hmm. you're like, you know, the gas stations are every, you know, what feels like every hundred miles. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're like, you're literally like on the, you're on the red, like going in and you're like, just making it to the Will gas we station. live through but this yeah, particular stretch? Funny. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. again, like that's those you know i lost my dad early last year and um and those are the memories you know like we can talk about how much it costs and everything like that and i think that that's all real but it's generally just the the memories and the moments and the 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 life experiences that you learn by doing this sport it's a it's a tough one it teaches you you know you can't be nothing but tough i think (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah for sure you proved that over time. Yeah, and I mean, responsible and just like, I don't know, even if you don't make it, there's so many kids. You learn some mechanical. Yeah, you, you learn, learn to pick uh, up a screwdriver, which do. most kids don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, pick like up, changing right. tires. There's not many dudes. I watched you change a tire on TV like pretty damn quick. I was I, Most factory dudes. I mean, just, I might, you know, like I've been looking for a mechanic. Actually, I had one, and then he ended up taking a position at uh, Triumph. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, 100% of all the bike work, you know, like, this week's being crazy. Like I said, it feels like Anaheim won. Like, but as <laughs> right. from the complete opposite For position, Florida I feel Winter like Series. the mechanic. 
I feel like the mechanic, well, I am the mechanic, but I feel like the mechanic's position, not the athlete position. The athlete position is pretty good. Your work's done. You're ready. You're just like, all you're worried about is getting on a plane and go do a press conference at Anaheim. You know? Hurry up, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> those, guys are, those guys are the ones grinding away, and they're waiting on the sticker kits that are late and the parts that are late, and they're stressing, you know, where as a rider, none of that really matters, where I'm the one that's like, dude, I got no parts. I'm waiting on everything. Mm graphics are late you know and then i had to do you know three new engines this week and so yeah i've been doing it all 100 percent. how do you do how I, how do people do that it. with a regular job like how do you do you know what i mean how like johnny guys, plumber yeah you know, johnny off. plumber has to do yeah. that and i was i was thinking about yeah, myself I, we go riding 100 percent, and i have trouble <laughs> keeping up with my bike with changing the oil and because tires you're working in between because of, and yeah yeah because of job and family and marriage I a, and dude like <laughs> It is. It's crazy. Like I had a, uh, I have a paid, uh, YouTube integration that I had to be done by next week and it just didn't happen. And I had to move it to the first week of, uh, February. Oh, wow. And again, like, you you know, like I, thankfully I have the luxury of just being able to move it. But like, like you said, like the, the, the guy that has to work from six to five in the day, like, I don't know how he pulls all this off <laughs> late nights late hey, nights and before we let you go we got travis coming up here i wanted to like when i hear you talk you still sound like and we had david bailey on probably a couple of weeks ago and when you hear him talk you would swear he he still rides every day which we know he can't but like he loves gear he loves bikes he loves just the look of a motorcycle and, and when i watch you guys open up a box of uh seat covers from guts like you're still stoked like every part of motorcycling same with me. Like I love when the new gear comes out, when a new fresh paint job. Yeah, but we're job. dorks, right? We're dorks. Like Chad went through the grinder. I know, but he still sounds but he's like still he's still. Yeah, but I'm still I'm happy a, about it. I think you have. I think you have to be a dork. You know, like I do. I think you <laughs> yes. have to geek there out on go. that stuff. Like, dude, I do. I mean, you know, like once upon a time, I was paid millions of dollars to do it, and it was never taken for granted. You know, like I still today. You know, like awesome. I just ripped into a bunch of new Echevy's plastics and, you know, putting new plastics on the kids' bikes. And it's just like, even just that, like no graphics on it, just new plastics. And you're like, oh, God, cool. that looks so much better, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and it is, you, I don't know, like just new tires. I, I had to change six wheels today. And like, you know, like you put all new tires on it and you're like, oh, God, it looks so much better with new tires. It you does know, look better. And all I, those things, part of that and, probably kept know, your motivation up. It's so funny you had to be so spoiled with it all the time, and now you're like us. Like, I when I put on a new set of tires, they're all black and clean. I'm like, hell yeah, they'll oh, yeah, never be that clean. That shit looks smooth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, and from a rate, you know, a pro racing standpoint, you don't know anything but new. You know, like everything was new. It does a heat race, and it does a heat race, a six lap heat race, and you're like, oh yeah, the edge is off. You put a new, put yeah, a new, and one. He, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. tire. Yeah, well, you had to. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chad, this is yeah. a, a good point to, I guess, let you go. You got a two hour drive. We've got. uh We've already went over on Travis Pastrana. We'll tell him that you blocked past five minutes of his time. So yeah, let's tell him. We're just telling you kicked his ass again. again. It's okay. Yeah, I kicked his ass again. <laughs> Boom. There you go. There you he go. won't. He won't. He won't. He, he gets Brian Deegan in on the on the on the rally car, but then he won't bring me in on that, and that's what I really. All right, want we'll to give do. him but hell. Maybe, about that. Yeah, maybe. See, we we got to like threaten him with a dollar or a bet or something like okay. that, and maybe he'll sponsor me a yep. you know a, a rally drive bet. weekend. One dollar. We're gonna tell yeah. him. We're, we're just <laughs> hey. gonna tell him. We're gonna start out. We're stirring up all kind of shit. We're just gonna tell him. You said that he was afraid. Yeah, that's why to you face you in a rally car. 
fair enough. Like he's exactly he, he no, can you, jump you out of a plane with no parachute, but he's afraid to face Chad Reed in a rally car. Okay, Correct. there you go. Yeah. That's what we'll say. No, you got you got to you got to give it to him. But then he'll <laughs> he'll come back with something silly and bet me a dollar. Like it's something stupid. Go to his house and and fight you know, to do the a death. Twenty four hour <laughs> mountain bike race or something. Right, like backflip you know, like, Astro van. No, things dude. that make no sense. <laughs> no, hell no. Yeah, yeah. The, the world donut record in hey, an Astro not, van. No, not only do you let's do a twenty four hour uh, mountain bike race, but Every lap of a five mile loop, we're going to pound a beer. And I'm like, God, uh, that's terrible. That sounds <laughs> and he's like, terrible. done. Yep, that's right. All right, man, have a good, uh, safe trip. And we will see you at Loretta's in that plus 40 class. And when you turn 50, you can take on Mike Bowen. He's 75. I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah right. All right, brother. See, maybe if I wait a few years, he'll be older. There you go. He's not going anywhere, yeah. though. The dude's already old. Uh, hey, you not, may have your exactly. chance. He said that he was going to. Getting- He's getting faster. <laughs> yeah, he said, but he did say, like, he's doing a national. He's going to try to do a national. So After that disqualifies him for a oh, year for or two. Yeah. yeah. So if he qualifies. See, I'm, as, I'm as dumb as him. Like, I'm as, like, I always feel like, like you know what? If I do the work. I still got Chad's it. going to do a national, too. Loretta. No, if you do the work for Loretta's, it's like, let's be honest, the work you do for Loretta's is literally going to be like you're racing a national. So it's like, at that point, I might as well race a national because <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. We just put him back in the national. <laughs> but then again. they took my number, and then I, now I don't want to race. Yeah, that's a sore subject. That yeah. Doesn't that look yeah, right. Let's not, let's, not, let's not talk about it. Doesn't look right. <laughs> All right, brother. <laughs> I, all right, guys. See you. Right, Thank you, you Chad. Safe travels. You. Nick said he loved that. <laughs> that was uncomfortable. Freddie Norin took the, the 22. It'll never look. Man, we obviously, every time we get on the phone with somebody, we're I like, hate, we could have talked to him forever. Oh, so, <laughs> what are those? It's egg rolls. We're just going right into Travis Pastrana. Egg rolls. Don't do that. <laughs> No, oh, yeah, Kevin. Kevin. He's the one. He holds the line. Until he gets two beers in him, then he's like. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not eating. Maybe it's three beers. Three beers. How's it going? Hey, is this Chad Reed? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just missed Street Bike Tommy, though. Shit. Dang. <laughs> Equally as talented. Yes. At jumping a, what is what was that? A, a dumpster full a of ninja. foam. <laughs> kind of launched 80 feet past it. Jesus, yeah. man. Were uh, you there that day? Um, yeah, I, well, I was doing a different stunt. I actually came in from, um, <laughs> anyway, I'm not even gonna say what I was doing, but right. <laughs> I illegal. was walking in from the top. Yeah, there was, uh, I, well, I mean, I, I shot my uh, cousin with a blank off of a bridge. Um, <laughs> but as it turns out, blanks <laughs> do have that still There's have something blood. in hey, there. Right? He was special, special Greg was fine. He was good. They had a light dust on too. So anyway, um, <laughs> Came down from basically the house, which is on top of like the shed's pretty tall. You can't see the foam pit on the other side. And I just see a street bike Whoa. and some heavy set guy mm. <laughs> flying like 30 feet over the, the shed. And I was like, oh boy, like, that, that guy just, he just died. Yeah. Just the sound of that bike when he hit that ramp, man. Whoa. Just whoa, whoa, whoa. How many times have you said, oh boy? <laughs> Like, I know you've had more than I can count. (laughs) God. Well, welcome to the program, Travis. Um, We just finished up with um, Chad Reed. Welcome to Winners Take Y'all. And Chad has a a bone to pick with you. He says you always invite Deegan to race these rally car things. And I think it just boils down per him, per what Chad said, you're just afraid to race him in a rally car. You know, as as it turns out, 
I have sent him plane tickets. I've invited him. James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael, Jeremy McGrath. Um, yeah. It should Chabby, have been real helpful to know of, this about two minutes all, ago. All of them. And they all said yes. And then Carmichael and Stewart were like, oh, we got to do something. Because, you know, Dillo was like the same weekend. And we're, we're, so I'm like, okay. So we're going to get everyone together. I had vehicles lined up. Everything. Mm. I'm like, look, you got to get awesome. there. Um, we're been gonna, Anaheim we 05 all small, over again. Oh my gosh. Just I, was cars. So, I was so pumped. And we, but we were going to do it at Clint Helen. So I'm huh. like, look, like the, enough of the moto guys that are out there. So, um, yeah, Deegan comes and finds his own sponsorship to run the group <laughs> E car, which is, is pretty expensive to run, but Deegan's, he's really good. Actually, yeah. he's very underrated good as a driver. driver. Like, he's phenomenal. Um, yeah, works hard. I mean, despite his, his image. And I think everyone's seen that through his, you know, his family, his daughter, Haley is, is phenomenal. And his, his, his son, uh, you know, is obviously <laughs> world Pretty champ. Good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's coming he, along. He do, doing all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, at, at that point, um, you, you can tell there's some work ethic there and then some stuff he's passed, passed along. Um, just despite what his image has always been. Um, so it's, it's, it's good to see Brian out there for sure. Incredible. But anyway, Brian's paying to be there and figuring it out. And I'm offering. And you're paying to, for to the cover. other guys and they can't figure it out. See, oh, Chad, Chad had a different story than you. He's, he was like, yeah, I'm going to have to have a dollar bet. We're going to bet a dollar. Something bet to you incentivize who, you. To, something to incentivize you to. Because you're uh, intimidated by him. You yeah. See, I, but that's, and the same thing, like James Stewart. Like I, I love James, but every time I call him, he goes, he goes, he ghosts me, which is great. Like he's like, oh, I'm in. And dude, James Stewart. Every time I went to a go-kart track, when I, now I'm talking when I'm like, you know, 18, 19, 17, 18, 19, racing Supercross, um, every time I went to like a pole position or, a, a, you know, whatever uh, those K1. electric car plays, yeah, yeah, like James always had his time, was always like best of the week or best of the wow. month. like the, And then he jumped into, uh, I think he was, because uh, I was racing NASCAR, um, shoot, what is it, uh, Chicagoland, and he jumped into a Pro 2 truck and flogged him like did wow. like he's he's a wheel man for sure and jeremy's a wheel like all the guys they're they're, they're really good at what they do for sure yeah well yeah. we we kind of asked we're going to kind of transition back into motocross supercross and 05 and all the hype surrounding that it's very similar to this year's hype we have i think somewhere in the neighborhood of 16 or 18 former not race winners but champions champions in the 450 class which 450 is class. is absurd that's absurd and no, it's it's amazing, and if you if you look at it too, like I mean, you know, the amount of depth, not only on paper, but when you look at the times, you know, if I was within five seconds in practice of of, you know, whatever who qualified the fastest like in practice, 40. I was like, oh, we're in. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not even qualifying five seconds off. Like I was thinking, I had a shot to win the race. Like <laughs> it, it it used to come down to when Robbie Rayner and the guys talked to like, oh yeah, like in McGrath era. Um, you know, kind of after the O show and the Rick Johnson, like at that era, it kind of went, I'm not saying softer, but it went super cross and the guys, they partied and they had fun. And they mm -hmm. like in that era, you could just put in a few hard laps or it got more technical where, you know, it was more about the skill per se. And now they've got the skill and the work ethic and it, yeah. it's, yeah, it, it's amazing. It, it's, it's, I, it's, I don't tight. know how they don't get burnt out. It's, oh my gosh, the amount of laps that they're putting in, how they don't, there's a lot of injuries. I mean, if you look at outdoor last year, was there two factory riders left halfway through the season, yeah. but the, the amount of laps they put in, that's, they did more than we did in five years, you know, <laughs> before every round. <laughs> One season. Yeah. Look, now you're yeah. a guy that's just sheer ragged speed. 
just wild as hell, fun to watch, big fan. And then you watch Jet Lawrence, which if NASA were to build a motorcycle rider, like that's the most precise rider. Before McGrath, I thought there's never been that precise of a rider. And I, dare Jet I say it, he might phenomenal. be. I mean, he's on that, obviously, yes. that level, which is ridiculous. Yeah, but he's still not afraid to hang it out, too. I mean, I feel like you've got, you know, you had the McGraths and the Reeds that were um, very calculated, that that struggled a little bit more outdoor. And then you got Jet Lawrence, who comes into the Outdoor National Championship as someone that's, I mean, obviously, the, the, the donations uh, the year before um, were, I mean, it was super yeah. impressive. But I don't think I've seen anyone ever, ever, I mean, all time in my existence anyway, that jumped to the top class, like jumped up a size of motorcycle, let alone jumped, you know, halfway through the season up a size of motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's, there's two other riders in history that have ever gone undefeated in a year. He does his rookie season first time up on the 450. Like, are, are you kidding me? These are the fastest bikes that have ever been made. Like, how is this possible? He looks like a video game, like he or a, a action figure sitting on a motorcycle. He doesn't seem to it be doesn't going look, fast. doesn't look like he's going hard, but like, like you said, though, he's not afraid to hang it out and take his line. Like, if you watch, like, through his highlights, I mean, if somebody's yeah. – he's not afraid to run it in on somebody, you know, and, and – I mean, it's clean, but he'll he'll make his presence known. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, but even – I mean, if, if you look at outdoors, like, if you're saying, like, uh, finesse and smooth and everything, that like, that usually goes to Supercross. Like, you could have, like, like a G. Michelle Bale or, or someone that, you know, might not – be as as in, sh in shape potentially as as you know you're like your greg albertines or your your guys i'm sorry i'm going way back here but like we're you're michael you. rocco's uh but the, yeah, thanks guys yeah, we're, 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 old. we're older than you bro. yeah we're <laughs> older than we can talk hannah johnson <laughs> bailey there we go um no but like you had all these guys that came over that were in great shape um you know especially the europeans the tritellis the, the albertines and and such that they just didn't have, they couldn't match the the Jim Michelle Bales and the, the McGrath mm -hmm. and the, the Reeds and that kind of stuff of the, the technicality. But now you've got someone that's, that's able to put down the aggression um, and has the fitness um, and is training. Like everyone else is training together. Uh, you know, Jet's really training with his brother. And I think that's, it's such a, a wild thing to have where they're both pushing each other and not just pushing each other to be good, but pushing each other to be great. And would, that's that's really cool. Would he have driven you into freestyle earlier if you'd have been like, oh well, yeah, I'm done with this? I got a rage. No, <laughs> I, competition's always what I I was I live for. I mean, that's the better the competition, the better. I mean, Chad Reed and I had a lot of fun just talking crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just wish I was I wish I was a little bit better so I could have stayed healthy. Like I could. Here's the thing: I could always go as fast as I needed to go to run a lap as fast as anybody. I, I had this. I don't know if you call it a curse or a gift to be able to be like, okay. And I don't think I could have done that nowadays because they're all jumping the flat. Like since Carmichael and Stewart, like that era, they, you know, th there's no downtime. You know, it used to be you could rail a corner a little bit harder, jump a jump a little faster, shift up another gear and wheelie three more whoops in. They're doing that as their It's like their base lap. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. if you look at it before, I was like, okay, I can make up three seconds a lap. And if I'm a second a lap, just on stupidity, on taking risk. So if I'm a second a lap <laughs> off pace, I can do that pretty much for the whole race. Two seconds a lap, okay, I'm taking bigger risk. Three seconds a lap, Ooh, I'm go. putting in 
I'm putting in every Hail Mary, you know. <laughs> Mike LaRocco's um, going to come any, talk any, to you after a race is what you're talking about now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I just wish that moment when I landed on LaRocco and pretty much ruined his career and he came over <laughs> to me with a broken wrist that I would have been like, dude, I was an Emig fan. Like, I don't know. Like, that never oh, crossed Jesus. my mind. That, like, he did the same thing to Jeff Emig. Yeah. And then kicked him when he was down for being in his way. I was like, you know, but I was such a huge LaRocco fan at the time. So, right. Uh, <laughs> he just didn't say it. What could have no. should have. That's right. Awful. You know what, though? And they booed I, you so I was so bummed out. I was like, I was, I was a huge Travis fan. And I remember that night. I'm like, oh, shit, man. Yeah. Those fans and Mike with his broke ass hand is going to whoop Travis's ass. I don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yeah, I we yeah, talked so about it, it too. <laughs> and not you know obviously we're glad you're on the show with us, but not kissing your ass. But we were talking the, the other day about just raw speed, and you could you wicked it up. I mean, there were times watching you go through the whoops or watching you go down the hill at Glen Helen or something. I was like, damn, that's the fastest I've ever seen anybody go on a dirt bike. Yeah, like that was you said that multiple times. Yeah, like I've watched that. Like just I just remember watching it and then backing it up and going. Holy yeah, you are shit. one of the few guys that I would say, if, if if my money depended on it, you and Stu are the. I mean, I would I would I would put it down to one of you. They guys. can go whatever speed you they will kill need yourself to trying go. to run with that crazy ass dude. Yes. No, well, I mean, and you know, like Carmichael and Stewart that year was was maybe still to this day the one of the greatest I've, I've ever seen. Awesome. Just the speed that those guys put it on to. But um, yeah, but that's the thing. Like I could always. Some people they're not willing to, or they don't understand how I don't really know, but like I could always go faster. So that's why I usually crashed out and I usually didn't make it to, but bottom of the ninth situation, if I was good enough to get to the end, the pinch hitter, like all the pressure in the world, that that's where I shine, you know? And that's, that was my, like the more pressure, the better I did for sure. It was just hard to get to those situations. Like in a baseball terms, if we needed this guy, Kirk Gibson won at bat for the Dodgers or a closer, one out. Yeah. We need this guy. He's he's the guy. Kurt I might even, hitting a home run, yeah, limping around with a the broke bases. Ass knee. Like <laughs> yeah. that might that's a great that's that might be you. I might even put you ahead of James Stewart because James could do it in a race for like nine laps in a row, which is freaking frightening. But I'm talking about one lap, you will blow your knee out. Which I hope your knee's doing better after your surgery. Uh, currently, I think you might be the most freaky the guy that could do it in one lap. Of- willing to put. Everything yes. on the line. But, but not, not the – like, okay, so Wyndham, think about this. Rainer, too, I was I was very fortunate to be on, on a teammates with two of maybe the most gifted, naturally I talented – I don't think there's any such thing as natural talent, but, like, these riders just loved dirt bikes so much, and they rode so much, and they, they liked finding little little seat bounce jumps and, and doing stuff that no one else could or would even think about just because they loved being on their motorcycle. Like, Wyndham was always – just different lines from here to there. And, you know, if you look at Carmichael's lap, um, I think even, um, you know, Hammer from uh, Red Bull was made a joke. He's like, if you go to any test track, they could take out 99% of the track because they all run whatever the fastest line is. Every single lap is timed, and that's all they care about is running as fast as they can. And it's like three inches wide, and they skip every, you know, other jump or every third jump pretty much. And the, the whole track is built for pretty much no reason. Um, where Wyndham's track, he never hit the same spot twice. And still went and, as you know, fast every time. Yeah, well, that was the thing. He, So Wyndham, my goal, so the year that we were on Suzuki together, my goal was to not get lapped by Wyndham. And I was battling. Come on, hold so, on a second. So crazy. Travis, you say that. Are you serious? Like, like I think you're so no, nice no, no, and I, so I got, generous. I got lapped. 
No, no, not not generational. Not no. This it was this was it haunted my dreams because I just had the same thing with Raynard the, the year before, where on Raynard's practice track when no one was watching, I would get lapped on his outdoor track. It was like a three-minute track. track. So like I'm three minutes behind in a 40-minute moto, okay. which is like wow. It's a it's a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, lot. Yeah. it's it's so I, my goal was to not get lapped before lap 19. Um, so Roger was always like, oh well, Kevin's not in good enough shape. I'm like, well he has to be in good enough shape because he's doing 20 lap motos every single day and he's lapping me on lap 18. And I'm like, I'm not the best practicer. Cause I don't, I, I didn't take the same risks in practice as I did in, in the race. But yeah. I remember, so second or I was round four, I think was in Phoenix and I'm coming around and it was the, one of those weirdest moments where Carmichael started out fifth. I started out seventh. He passed someone the same time I passed someone like he passed LaRocco and I passed, um billaman and, and vice versa and like we got up to one and two and i stayed two bike lengths behind ricky carmichael for 20 laps i rode every single lap taking every single possible chance that i could wheeling whoops quadding the the jump in the back hanging on for dear life in probably the best shape of my life didn't slow down like our fastest lap was like lap 19 wow. and you know i can't the, the guy's now doing you know now they're 25 28 laps or whatever they're, they're yeah. doing is ridiculous but um so rode my the race of my life but on lap like 15 we came around we lapped kevin windham and that's after on the second round that year we lapped jeremy mcgrath and i'm like well jeremy was just battling like how is it that Car jeremy mcgrath goes from unbeatable and then one guy beats him and all of a sudden he's getting lapped by the field and the same thing with windham like how can he lap me on lap 18 on thursday and we get to the race and, you know, on lap 13, I'm lapping him. I'm like, I, I don't get that much faster. Yeah. You know, it's not a two lap difference <laughs> at that point. Yeah. So it's just amazing that some people didn't. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put Jeremy in that same situation, but just the, the mental aspect is such a huge issue. And like, if you look at Ezra Lusk, um, you know, he goes Anaheim one. I don't even know if he qualified or he, he was, you know, back like 18th or something. Um, you know, he has a kid while he's at Anaheim one, he goes back, he reestablishes his priorities. He realizes he's not going to have a living and, and he goes and he wins Phoenix and he laps me. Yeah. Phoenix. Right. You know, it's like, how is that mental changed that much? And it's cool to see someone like jet that just seems to have it all figured out. He's having fun. He's bantering. He's playing with the crowd. He's living up his best life and he's still able to go out there and put down every lap. Yeah, and he can't even buy a beer. He yet. Lose a can he buy a beer yet? Like legally? Not in not in the US. Jesus man. <laughs> yeah, Australia, right? Australia <laughs> man. <laughs> you know, and Jet looks like he's having fun on each lap too. He hops little bumps and does little creative things on the bike. And I'm like, man, that's somebody who's they do that on their first or second lap of practice, just hopping the hopping bumps, but he's doing it at the end of the motos, like still just as fresh. It, it's it's incredible to watch. So, um, but Travis, you talk about, um, you know, how do they have that mental state to just go from getting lapped on a practice day to winning that weekend? You know, Chad was always known as kind of a gamer who maybe didn't qualify super well, but he was deadly when it was time for a gate drop. Cooper Webb, same thing. Yeah, Cooper Webb. Do you have that uh, when the gate drops and it really counts, that's when you can easily find that extra gear? Is that, I mean, even in all the types of racing you've done, do you have that? Yeah, I mean, if there's a dollar on the line or uh, – <laughs> I mean, that's honestly why we $1. started the dollar bets. Like, it's just 
just because I'm taking it, like uh, Michael Jordan said, I, I don't care that it's a dollar or a million. I'm just, it's the fact that I get to take it out of your pocket makes it all worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, so Chad, and I, hopefully he's listening here. I, I feel like if Chad got angry, so not, don't get me wrong, Chad was a, not only a phenomenal rider, but won a lot of championships, but if he got angry sooner, but it took him, like he'd always show up to the season, not heavy, but not as fit as he would be at the end of the season. And he'd show up with a smile on his face. And about round three or four, after a few good butt kickings, <laughs> Chad lost the smile, he lost the gut, and he was unbeatable. Yeah. But it, it took him those first couple, you know, floggings before he really turned it up. So he was a later in the, the season kind of guy. And for whatever reason, that off season, he always just like, I don't know if it wasn't worth it to him or he couldn't find that motivation when he wasn't, you know, but yeah, I mean, Chad, I almost, he almost killed me on a, on a bicycle ride. Um, <laughs> I mean, he almost killed himself. He jumped in front of a semi truck going down a, a freeway oh, um, you know, truck. I thought was going to run him off the road, but he slowed the truck down to his speed and then got him behind the semi truck and gave me the fingers. He's, like drafting, drafting the semi truck up to like 55 miles an hour down the freeway in That's Florida. That's got to be the best and draft I never caught ever. Him. I never, right? never got, never. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he did the school buses. Like, <laughs> I, I I was schooled on that that uh, that ride. Wow. For sure. <laughs> hey, That's tell a... me, just give me some random mother effings you got from Roger DeCoster, because I know you had to get some from this guy. Not really, because Roger, as long as you put in the work, like the, the what the media thought. Roger was like a father to me. So like, yeah, there was definitely those times he's like, but it was never what the media was always like, oh, what he's not doing? training or he's. What are you doing out here? Where are you doing the freestyle? Yeah. No, but it was, it was not, hey, you should train harder or do more. It was, you should go back and rest. He goes, you've put in all the work. Why are you still riding? Like Jeff Stanton told me one time, he's like, hey, quality over quantity. He's like, you're riding all day. He's like, you're going to get hurt. You know, you, you have to prioritize how much time you're spending on the motorcycle. Why? I was like, well, I'm putting in my motos. I'm doing my, you know, road bike rides. And I'm going to the gym and I'm doing everything that anyone else is doing. He's like, yes, except for sleeping. You're, you need to eat healthier. You need to stop eating McDonald's. I'm like, well, I don't have time to sit down. He's like, you do have time. Your job is to show up not sick. It's to show up healthy. I'm like, but I'm training. He's like, but you train hard every day. You practice, you ride every day. You're going to get hurt. You run yourself into the ground. You're sick all the time. Like, so the, the, what the media thought I was doing and what I was really doing was not the same. And what, you know, what Roger was giving me a hard time about was not really the same as what was portrayed, I guess, yeah. but it was still give me shit for sure. So looking back, you, you know, you did too much at times. I mean, you, you sound like you believe what Stanton and those guys were saying. Well, I, was, I was hurt all the time. One, because I, I don't really think I was, I was fast enough. Like I had to, um, I needed to understand that, Hey, sometimes you're only a third place rider, right? Mm. Sometimes you're a fifth place rider. Um, I wasn't jet Lawrence. Um, you know, even Carmichael's first year, like most people, their first couple of years, you know, they're thirds and they're fifths. And I just didn't accept that. And I just went until I got hurt or I was sick or then I was sick and then I was hurt. And then I got, you know, Epstein Barr, which I feel like a lot of people use that as an excuse. Like I earned Epstein Barr. I feel like that's <laughs> something God. you gotta push really hard I earned that. through all 
a lot of sickness and, and injury to like earn that. I, I got the paperwork and everything. He's the Epstein Bar Athlete of the Year is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you won that. You yeah, earned I, that. I think you're right. A lot of guys use that for whatever. when they're not performing right. or whatever. Yeah. Mono, AIDS, Epstein Bar. Yeah. Yeah. The AIDS part. You <laughs> don't hear about that as much. Yeah. What moto guy had AIDS, man? I had to race a season with AIDS, bro. <laughs> Yeah. I'm surprised right. nobody ever got They AIDS. need to claim that. Think dude. about Arena Cross 98. How many of those guys should have had AIDS? When they were, yeah, they should have. They, Come on, some man. Some of them had to. They may not have went that deep, but they had some, uh, they had some, some stuff. other they STDs. They had some stuff. <laughs> the 98 <laughs> Arena Cross is probably a... 98 Arena Cross was the breeding grounds for all the, <laughs> all the sexually transmitted diseases. Yeah. Yes. You, know. you don't have to speak to that, but I'm just, I'm just saying... Hypothetically, yeah, please don't speak Hypothetically, to that. Hypothetically, there was a big spike in the stock price of uh, yeah, Reading, Pfizer Pennsylvania, antibiotics. Man. Yes. Reading, PA, man. AIDS just shot up after 98 and ran across <laughs> round three. <laughs> you know how it is. You, you, just a little known fact. Yeah. You know, a lot of people yeah. don't talk about it. Uh, you know, great town. Hey, Travis, so you've got this extra gear and moto, and then you d- you've raced so many things and done well. Do you have that extra gear when it's time for a rally, or is that something where you you win because you were consistent instead of crazy balls fast? Um, I do well in rally because I surround myself with awesome people. Okay. Um, honestly, to and that's it's similar to racing uh, moto, but moto, you you can't, um, you could have, I think Ricky Carmichael could have had a box stock bike you know, back in, in 2005 or whatnot and still won the, the, the championship. And then, yeah. you know, a jet probably could have gone out on like, just adjust the clickers and gone out and then been competitive, if not won um, the outdoors this year. And that's, it's something that you just, um, you can't carry a car okay. like you can carry, carry a bike. Um, so for me, the biggest thing is, is surround yourself with not only a, a great team, um, you know, where people that, you know, I can, I know with Vermont sports car and Subaru, I can go out, 10 tenths. And when I come back, if I can get that thing in on one wheel, <laughs> as long as I can get it back into the pits, I know I got a team that can get me back out. Okay. Um, you know, and that that's earned to a certain extent. Um, and, and very fortunate to be in those positions, but also the co-drivers. Um, from the very beginning, I've had, you know, my original co-driver, um, uh, Christian Edstrom, he was great. He was a collegiate quiz bowl national champion. Like this guy was a, actually a genius. Like he made, uh, is that what you look partner for at in his, your co-drivers? Is like quiz bowl champions, spelling bee or quiz spelling bee champs. debate? Right, that no, people that have really... never heard of Travis Pastrana. So when you yeah. go, gonna be, <laughs> that way you can trust him a little <laughs> bit. Have you right? ever heard of me? No. Uh-uh. I don't get, know get, in, get in the car. Get in the car, bitch. <laughs> get in the car, bitch. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I look for really competitive individuals that are willing to sacrifice all sleep and anything that needs to be done to, to win. And like when I say surround yourself with people, surround yourself with people that are willing to go that extra mile. And yeah, willing definitely to do want to turn left here, Travis. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to turn left here. But, a little okay, sharper so, than that. Yeah, 100 feet. <laughs> Let's go ahead. So my, if you look at, uh, so Seminuk, uh, myself, and Block, and our average mile, um, so when you look at the races, um, we would finish most of the, the rounds um, about a half a tenth of a second a mile difference. So if we did a 20-mile stage and we were off by three seconds, we were swearing, cussing, and kicking. Okay. So if you look at very different driving styles, very different cars, cliffs, snow, mud, 
this the cars can only go so fast you can only take so much risk but i could do better in a sport like rally where you go okay um you know we're going to come around this blind corner uh over a jump through a narrow gate with a 200 foot cliff on the outside oh, i'm gonna say that if there were cones instead of that cliff and if that gate was imaginary i could hit this like this but most people aren't willing to do that because if you clip the inside of the gate and go flipping off the 200 foot cliff you're gonna have a bad day yeah where i can go you know what i believe that i could do this and if it was cones or um you know imaginary walls or whatever like anyone could do it so that's what's hard about racing like nascar is that no one's afraid to crash anymore like if you look at early nascar days without the safety and the the harness you know the, the seats and the seat belts and the the roll cages it, the top guys didn't crash hardly ever because when they did it was a 200 mile an hour it was yeah. a death trap you were basically you know it, it was going to be a bad day and now when you take away fear it's like a video game you know everybody is now on the same page and you know even with uh nitro cross which is you know we got jumps and we got all this stuff the entire field is separated by four tenths of a second brian deegan his first time back in a group e car thousand horsepower electric car he was eight tenths of a second off in his first practice which is phenomenal right i mean it was better than we had a 2009 f1 champion uh jensen button came over and he was 1.2 seconds off which sounds close but he was further off of last than last was to first. Okay. Wow. So we're looking at, um, you know, usually three people within a 10th of a second for qualifying and that's pavement, dirt, everything. So everything is so close. The hardest thing for me in car racing is that it's not just about taking chances. If you mess up any. No. We can't do it again. You there, Travis? Sorry, my uh, oh, electric, okay. everything just went out. You're there. You're oh, you lost your power. We got you. We'll send you some power bill money. Yes, we appreciate it. <laughs> He's serious, can you, too. can you turn on the lights for me? Yes. Yeah, we'll get those. We'll, we'll, we'll get on the Call the, the co-op the down there. Co-op down there and get your lights turned back on for you. We'll come We'll come cut the thing off the meter where they lock your meter we up We thought for, for a second we lost you because we lost Villem and last week last we just ended the show like that yeah we're like it just I think he liked off. it he did like he, he loved it yes thought we hung up on him hey travis uh side note have you ever shopped at kohl's um yeah we don't we don't have a lot of kohl's i think around around, around here though well villaman was very insulted yeah like i would even think that he that, would shop at kohl's <laughs> but he's been to tj maxx i'm like bro that's a lateral yeah he, he thinks that tj maxx is so much like way better than no, kohl's it's like the it's a Target to Walmart, in my opinion. Uh, it's Kohl's like a, is organized. It's the very TJ different Max, shopper it's the very group. Very least, at a, a lateral move from a TJ Maxx. Have you to been to a TJ Maxx? Those things are savages. Oh, you get killed in there. Dude, honestly, <laughs> if, if I can't get it at a, a Walmart or a Home Depot, I, I don't go. Yeah, that's that's your only two stops, right? Yeah, that's ninety percent of mine. I don't as need well. to mess around with all these specialty stores, man. <laughs> well, especially Coles. They all that highfalutin specialty yeah, you stuff. Coles cash. All that Coles cash. Villeman, Kevin offered to pay him in Coles cash, yeah. and he's like, he's "I'll never redeem I... this. I'm never gonna go there." He's only been there. And then get... he starts laughing. You know, it's like, "Who and would go very there?" Very condescending. <laughs> And I, he doesn't know our customer base because we're pretty we're pretty broke. We're the we're the Walmart low of, income. Yeah, we're the Walmart EBT of fans of motocross. Just, <laughs> we use literally the only time we drink Monster Energy is to get into the pits 
<laughs> to just say you can get into the pit party. <laughs> we, Travis, earlier you're talking about how like I don't know the competitiveness, and you wanted somebody to win. I always I think about, and every time Kevin sets up the mini motos, I thought it, like I saw you super competitive two times in one weekend when COVID shut down. Uh, day in the dirt that year you remember that <laughs> we were so, there that we were yeah all we were oh, there yeah. and so we were talking about tra- kevin and i were talking about setting the uh mini moto course up and travis was ju- you just got serious and you're like hey we're we doing this okay but you can only go i can't remember which direction you said but you said either make knee, it my, only left my, turn. My, yeah my right knee I, I just got that knee replaced I'm like, Look, so we got to turn right, left like i'm done Yes, yeah. <laughs> Travis. Not like, a NASCAR thing. Travis was like not, not playing. He's like, yeah, but you have to set it with all left turns because I we can't turn right. We were nineteen drinks in with COVID <laughs> and death on the horizon, and we're like, hey man, I got. We 12, need to race these Honda. I've 50s. got twelve fifties. Yeah, Red Bull brought me down to set this course up. Travis goes, all right, we have nineteen left turns, one right, and we can do and, this. And I'll have a <laughs> yeah. shot. Yeah, and he, you were like, all, you were dead yeah, serious about that. All the right turns that. have to have a jump or something so we can keep our feet on the foot. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. You you wanted it set up just for that because you you're like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to win it. Yes, and then at eleven o'clock with death impending yes. with COVID, and then about by about one off. o'clock, there's certain there were certain games of pong going on. Dude, and I gotta uh, be honest. Travis with you. Was so that was Travis's too competitive. Oh, he was then, competitive. He wanted to win that beer pong and COVID. Yeah. He beat COVID too. And COVID and COVID. Yes. He went all that. And he went, you know, went I, all I never got. I was tested all the time. I never got COVID. Hell no, we, you didn't. Dude, we did. We raced. We raced Crandon, like during when I mean the apocalypse had just started and it was everything was shut down. Like I don't even right. know how we got out of the state to get in. There were sixty thousand people and we showed up oh, at Crandon wow. the, the the off road race and they were like, hey, if you're here, the crowd's here. They want to see you. We want you to high five and shake everyone's hand. We don't want any of this uh, this weird stuff. We're not. We're oh, not wow. California. Like, well, they just have you just remember that night. Never. That night at um, Day in the Dirt, it was we're we're coming to Day in the Dirt, and the NBA shuts down that night. We're like, oh my god! Like they literally said no more NBA, and then everything else crumbled. We get to Day in the Dirt, we're like, all right, we're still doing it. And then Kenny Yoho goes, hey man, the Mounties just came in. This thing is done. Take all that liquor from up there, bring it down here under this tent. And drink the shit because out of it. Because we have to drink it. Could you imagine how <laughs> and they quick said, that would go bad yes, if you just yeah, kept yeah, it? Yeah, because liquor doesn't go bad. But no cups. I just remember in the heat of COVID, we're yeah. just sharing Everybody bottles. was down there, Pat. All, everybody. We were was down super there spreaders. Around, <laughs> passing around those bottles of liquor. From one the, of my favorite nights. As weird as that sounds, yeah. it was truly fun as shit. Yeah. Still yeah we, we might have been the, um, the host. Yeah, we were, uh, you yeah, were, the, were host. the host. You right? were the host for sure. But yeah, it was You're just hosting funny. COVID to yes. all your friends, <laughs> and it never got. I it, never got it. Uh, uh-uh. that's killer. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> we, we hey, we just passed around immunity that night at day. In the, I think day, so. I think the we're, Dade City immunity. That's where that's where it all comes from. You'll have that. Hey, can I ask you about? Would you ever sit in the passenger seat? Because that is the most frightening job no. to me. <laughs> See how exactly that I'm to me. Him. Hell no! I'd rather never. I'm in charge of killing myself, not you. Imagine looking down too. No, I like how fast he answered nope. it when he well, on tell a me, regular puts people in the passenger. Yes, because you do that all the time. Tell me your thoughts of sitting in the passenger. Have you had to do that before ever? I I did it with uh, with Kenny Bartram one time, 
And I, I got a, I think I intentionally got us lost on the way to the first stage. Right. <laughs> Just so right. Like, Save all these like, I really don't want to be here. Like in a, I'm talking about with a world-class frightening course, frightening car, great driver. What would your apprehension no, well, be? Because here's the thing. If you, if your cadence is off, you, you both crash into yeah. a tree at like a hundred miles an hour. I was like, Oh, he's a great driver. I'm like, well, that just means we're going in the tree faster. Like everyone crashes. This is dumb. Right. <laughs> I just like that they could tell your co-drivers, like somebody goes around and goes, you know, Pat, Travis will jump out of a plane without a parachute. So good luck with him. But he won't do what you're doing. Riding in the passenger seat <laughs> looking at the map. That's a good point. <laughs> he has such regard for life. He will not do what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> I, I, like, I like to at least feel like I'm in control. Yeah. Like the, the co-driver guides the car but at the end of the day my foot is still on the gas pedal it's the wildest thing travis i, I said you just said jumping out of a plane with no parachute and then no big deal i i do think about the relationship um i mean because you you jumped out of the plane there was no co-driver saying hey travis i think you could jump here and ride that cloud like you that was your choice <laughs> but in the cloud. car i mean you really have um like you're talking cadence <laughs> I mean, you have to trust that dude with your entire being, right? And because you're making decisions on how hard you're going to hit the brakes and how hard you're going to hit the gas and how hard, sharp you're going to turn because you know this guy. You must know them well, right? Yeah, so Rhiannon Gelsomino is my co-driver. It's actually, it's uh, so she is uh, married to Ken Block's uh, former co-driver, Alex Gelsomino. Oh, okay. Um, and the amount of school or the amount of homework that Rhiannon and she's really brought me up to pace. Uh, her brother actually used to drive a world rally and just how much, I mean, how much homework goes into it and how much the, the notes play into it. I mean, you're no longer, so say you go to, uh, you know, one of the rounds, but you know, always out in Washington state, like you'll have notes for fog and notes for like sunny wow. days. Cause in the fog, um, you'll have a little bit more kind of cadence, yeah. basically. Um, but if it says 300, uh, right three. Okay. So that's basically three football fields, and there's going to be a 90-degree right. Well, if it's so foggy that you can't even see the, the front yes. of the car, so you don't even know if you're on the road or not, Jeez. and you got all the lights off at night except for the, the fog lights just to make sure you're still on the road because you'll see the kind of the trees right before you hit them on each side. And you're doing 120 miles an hour going, that's about a football field. That's about two football fields. Break. And you pitch yeah. it in the corner as though, and, and it, it has to be accurate. So the notes have to be so spot on. Wow. It's, it's pretty wild. Now, do they, does somebody do the notes for you? Or, or you guys go out and she, like, she makes her notes. You guys drive, pre-drive or whatever. And how much studying so, yeah, the, the, do you The do? driver makes the notes. This is the the co-driver and the driver go out. Um, you can you get two pass recce, which means uh, two passes of reconnaissance. Okay. Um, the problem is you have to do the recce at 30 miles an hour, so it takes a really oh, long wow. time to understand what a crest is and what a jump is. One yeah. of my first big crashes, I had max crest 200, right two, which is a sharper than a 90 degree corner, and the crest was not a crest. It was a jump at 100 miles an hour, Gosh. and the co-driver it's christian at the time looked over and he's like break right to break right to and i thought to myself I'm like well put your hand out the window like what what do you want me to do about it like we're going to land we're in, in the, the right <laughs> and we're going to i will hit touching down like a plane 
I will have about one second of wheel squeal. And then we're going straight into that tree that's directly in front of us wow. because that's the only thing that we have to yeah. slow us down. So at 30 miles an hour, it's a crest. At a buck 20, it's a judge. You're, You're soaring. Launch. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, we were probably only two feet off the ground, but <laughs> the brakes don't work at two feet off the ground. Yeah. I think you need to come up with a, a rally like in your Nitro Cross series, put a, a dirt bike class where. Your co-pilot just sits on the back. So the rider's blindfolded or something. Yeah, and the other guy's in the back telling him which way to go. Second gear, seat bounce. <laughs> no. No, Nick. Kind of reminds me, honestly, my, my first time at Guy Cooper's house. Guy Airtime Cooper. Cooperland. Sure. He's yeah. inspired Pastrana Land. Um, so I was I was 10 years, I was 9 or 10. I was in the 71180 class uh, going to Ponca City. Stopped at Guy Cooper's house in Oklahoma. And he he was doing Good a field car race. To train. With it. Yeah. Yeah, where the driver was blindfolded. So he's like, hey, kid, you drive? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so he blindfolded me, and he, was, he yelled in the passenger seat. It was a figure eight, basically demolition derby. I'm nine years old, just oh, like flogging wow. this car right into the tree. He was like, break, break. Or, whoa. I'm like, what does whoa mean? <laughs> and yeah. Robert's Which right there going, that? yeah, I'm good with that. I signed off on this. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Your dad was as gnarly as you. Maybe more. Just oh, yeah. To... Well, Pastrana tree in Laurel Lens is not me. It's it's my dad. Yeah, he started that, right? I can remember you guys jumping off that tree. It was way up there. Did your dad, the water was not deep did enough. Did your dad for... just have one button on every shirt? The bottom one. The very bottom one, because I've, I've seen... If that. <laughs> Sometimes he, they weren't he would always. Yeah. Oh, usually not. Yeah, usually not buttoned at all. Oh, he was on his Harley. No, no buttons on his collared shirt. That was that was how he he drove around town doing estimates. So good, yeah. <laughs> doing estimates. Yeah, just kicking. what was your pop's job? He, so, he sold his Harley when they when the helmet lock came in. This nope, bullshit. Done. Screw this junk. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't gonna be associated with this. Damn government. So what does your dad do for a living? Estimating what? Um. So well, ironically, so it's him and well, now they're mostly retired, but. Uh, so my dad was one of nine. Uh, he had uh, five brothers. Uh, his oldest was uh, quarterback for Denver Broncos, and all the other ones uh, worked construction, basically. Um, so concrete, basement waterproofing, real small construction jobs, sure. basically. Um, uh, driveways, when the snow, you know, snow came, they plowed snow and such. Um, but that, my dad was always hurt. Um, you no. know, knees, wrists. Yeah. So he was, uh, you know, not, doesn't fall far from the tree, as they say. Um, the so nut? he got to, yeah. Yeah. The rest of the world were apples. <laughs> Travis was in that. Yeah. That's great. That's so good. Freudian slip there. there my yeah. bad. Uh, so, but, um, so he basically was the one that did all the, um, the estimates and, uh, set up the, the jobs for, for my uncles and then would usually go on in the afternoons and, and go work with them. But anyway, then I found ten dollars. So it was a pretty bad story. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. That's a, you should bet that. Yeah, I know. You should right? bet somebody something. Ten dollars is too much of a bet. We're only a dollar. You could do ten bets with there the ten bets for yeah, if you got ten you could make ten bets there. Yeah, we could do twenty four hour mountain bike race where every lap you chug a beer or something. That's what Chad Reed said. Chad Reed said that's yeah. what you'd want to do. We're gonna strap by Pastrana Land and I'm gonna bet. Yeah, you know, he's never shown up for that one either. I, I think he's scared because <laughs> he knows that I bend I don't bend the rules. I just make the rules so like 
we have some of the the best like mountain bikers and and road bikers. We had the police team, we had the navy team, we had a um, like all all kinds of just the Annapolis like bicycle clubs come over. And I knew like this was just a couple of years ago. I'm like I'm not in that great of shape anymore. Um, but we did where you had to. So at the end of it was a 26 mile out and back. Um, we even had Ben Bostrom who won like uh, you know obviously he's um, you know. Yeah. Uh, dirt track guy and, and yeah, street bike and all the, all the other stuff. But he's also, um, he won the world fixie championship over in South Africa and he's a oh, wow. very, very strong cyclist. He won Ram race across America. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, with Dave Mira and, uh, anyway, it was, they, they, he's a strong cyclist, but so we got all these guys and I was like, how on earth can I possibly be a contender. I'm like, all right, 24 hours. So it's not just about speed. It's about how much hell you're willing to go through. And then we did it. Um, you know, it was just after Thanksgiving. So it was just above freezing and then it rained all night. Okay. Like, oh, this is so perfect. perfect. Now we're talking. So, you know, you're, you're frozen and, and then, so you come back in from your 26 mile out and back and you can either wait. So you can wait 30 minutes or you can drink one beer and wait 20 two beers and wait 10 or just shotgun all three beers and take off as soon as you're done drinking. So for 24 hours, I drank all three beers every time and I stayed on that lead draft. And you know what? I, I ended up, I ended up second. Um, I still did not win my own, my own race, but I felt pretty good about it because I definitely was probably like the 50th best cyclist there. Wow. So, you so, know, it's, it's just, just overshooting your coverage. It's really my goal all. my whole life. So who, who got I've second? Right. Did they do any of the beers and they just had to make up 20 minutes every time? No. So the, the police, uh, the, like local police, uh, force or whatever, they had their cycling team. They stopped at about 2 AM. Um, so they stopped drinking. Um, so they would take the 30 minutes, um, just cause tired and fatigue and dangerous. And you know, I don't know, law, something weird. Right. Um, but, um, but in the next morning, what we didn't say, we said you couldn't draft a car. So the entire police team came and this guy had his, um, so they had their helmets and their, uh, for their, their time trial bikes. Um, so it was like the flying V formation came by me at like. You know, it was about a lap and a half down, probably about, you know, 40 miles down after just taking 30 minutes each time uh, extra or you know, 25 minutes, whenever it took me a drink. Um, and they came back to a solid third place on just the last five hours of just probably cycling at about 30 miles an hour. It was pretty impressive. Wow, man. Wow. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. yeah Drafted a car, you said? No, the Flying V uh, cyclists. You couldn't yeah. use cars. Gotcha. Yeah, they just got the whole police team out. I was like, man, okay. that was brilliant. Yeah, it was. Blue yeah, it rules. We'll make that different for next year. Yeah, yeah. the Tony Alessi of, uh, all right, what do we got to do <laughs> here? We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure exactly. this out. We'll make it work. Hey, one thing, we switching back to rally, Travis, real quick. That There's never a co-driver that's, like, car sick <laughs> ever. <laughs> Wouldn't be a very good occupation for I you, mean, they're you? looking <laughs> down, but, you know, it's like, I'm just thinking their neck and their heads flopping all around. It's like. It's like trying to, when you're not, trying to read while somebody else is driving. Yeah, it's terrible, man. I just don't. I just I I think about that all the time. I'm like, man, these people they're so focused on what they're doing. They don't even. That's not even possible to be car sick, no. you know. Uh, adre adrenaline kills almost everything. Kills everything. Uh, pain, fear. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah nausea nausea. Yeah, right. But um, no, a lot of them run the, you know, because th there are co-drivers that have gotten sick or when. It's, a lot of times 110 degrees in the car and you're in there for you know oh. 20 hours at a time and it's not the the best environment for um no 
for you, know, you got your helmet and your gear and for any human? for anything. Yeah, it's it's dusty. You can't see anything or, or whatever. So um, they they wear that little patch uh, they put on their neck that that helps for nausea. A lot yeah. of the guys and and girls. Uh, oh, so it that. is possible. It is it is a thing, sort of. I just didn't know. I figured it was nothing, but it would bother me. <laughs> hey, Travis, before we let you go, I want to ask you, what was your best day on a motorcycle? Give me your Ron Lachine at Motocross the Nations or whatever it was that was your nobody could touch you on this day. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, think about it for a second. I, Let me tell you something you did. Go ahead. They, they all talk about wheeling through the whoops at Daytona. Like that was awesome. such a cool. Can I thing. say this before we go into that? I'm going to let Travis talk and you talk. But that footage of you doing what you did at Daytona, and you line up next to Chad Reed, and Chad kind of glossed over. I remember you're lined up next to him. I guess in a main or something. He's like, "Dude, stay the hell away from me." I don't know what's <laughs> going on with you, but like, I don't need none of that bullshit because you would catch everybody in the whoops. But like, can you take me through a little bit of that? Well, you know why Chad glossed over it? Because Chad separated his shoulder in the first heat race That's and it. i knocked myself out in the second heat race i was throwing up on the starting line so we're, oh we're talking gosh. lcq now are we in the semi or lcq or whatever no, we're semi we went we went one two in the semi um that's yeah, right i mean back okay when we had the three so um i understand the context yeah but now. chad and i like chad and i he, he got the whole shot i took and we just cruised it was the only time that i literally didn't care that i don't even think he would have cared if i beat like he just he was like, I just want to make the, the main event. I'm this, hurt, yeah. and I didn't know where I was. So <laughs> Now I remember the context of like why he was like, look, dude, I got shit to do. Don't get me involved in that bullshit. And then you're like, all right, I don't want nothing to do with that either. He looked over, and I'm I, yeah, I'm like, I don't even. I'm, Who are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just puking. Yeah, what, 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 yeah Travis where keeps are asking what happened. My helmet. What happened? Yeah. Oh, right, what so, happened? So anyway, John. Chad's like, yeah, Travis, yes, I'll have fries with that. Yeah. What? This We're on the start no line, sense. dummy. Yeah. You want some Arby sauce with that? No, dude. Go no, ahead. No, but John, what you're... I was gonna say was in line with those Daytona whoops was uh, Washugal maybe on a 125 last lap, and you they had all those rollers at the finish line, and man, you just wheelied all the way through them. It was the coolest looking thing, and I'm had like, to have been Washugal. Yeah, it was Washugal. I know for a fact, but I just I don't remember which bike size. You know, is 125, 250, but just so yeah, freaking cool looking, man. Up. You know, and I'm he's, sure you he's have. like, yeah, 125 second moto. Go ahead. Uh, did he say that? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, I did. No, I, I remember every every one of my races, man. It's freaking bad. I didn't bone. race that long. I guess it's easier. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but was there, so was there a day moto too. where you, yeah, where you, you were, uh, um, it like it felt so easy, felt so awesome, whatever, something like that? Um, Probably, honestly, Daytona was that one race that I don't know why, just, just only in the lights class, like Carmichael was he found that extra gears is as well there. And there was some obviously great riders in the, the, the 250. And not to say there wasn't in the lights, but it was the one time, like every other race, like I can remember Bud's Creek is my hometown track. And I was running as hard as I could ever imagine running, hitting every line perfect and losing time to Stefan Roncata. When my granddad, after the race, he's like, Oh, so wait, you're leading the championship. Well, is that other guy in the rest of the races? Um, yeah, so I think probably Steel City. Um, I needed to win every one of the last races uh, to beat Ron Cotta in the championship, and I just been off of uh, like whatever uh, five straight wins or whatever coming into the Steel City, and I had one whole shot that whole year, and the last moto I got the whole shot. Yeah, like I was just like, 
you know, I was, well, I was 180 pounds on a 125 uh, as well, which wasn't ideal. Um, but yeah, it was one of those things, bottom of the ninth situation. I was like, doesn't matter where I start or what happens, I'm winning today. And like, I wasn't nervous or anything. I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> so I think yes. that was the only time I've lined up and been like, yeah, it's like, no matter what happens, that's cool. this day, I, I go one, one today. And that was, and it worked, which normally doesn't, um, cause reality usually sets in at some point, but, right. uh, but that was cool. Make it before we get out of here. This is a, a point of contention between the three of us. Not really, but it came up one time before you speaking of being 180 on a 125. You were always a tall kid. You were big when you were on minis, right? Super big. <laughs> so tell them what your nickname was at one point when you were on minis. Did you? Did you, did you? And did they never call you Bigfoot, Travis Bigfoot Pastrana? <laughs> you never heard that? Not that I remember. God. What I, the Nick, hell? Nick Someone remembers this. Me that. I just he remember it reading it. You bell. had like a size 12 shoe or something when you were six years old. I'm and not they denying it. I was just, <laughs> at that point, I was almost, I, I don't think I announced your amateur races because I've, I've announced everyone after you. I just never remember saying that or hearing that, but. That's not to say it wasn't Nick. I, Nick will die on this. Sword. I would die on that. I'm sorry, Travis. He's been waiting. I don't want to kill Nick. You no, don't need to I die. just happened to remember it just now, but I swear, Travis, I read that Bigfoot like, Pastrana. No, I read it like motocross action or something. I swear, I think that uh, could have happened, man. Could've I happened. mean, yeah, there's no, no it, doubt. It, it, pro it probably ha I had big feet. I'm, I'm not. There you I, go. By so, time I was twelve, there's I some truth to that. Gary Kreider probably wrote about that in some little area qualifier in Georgia, and Nick goes, "Holy cow." Yeah. That's Travis Bigfoot Pastrana. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Bigfoot Pastrana. <laughs> hey, well, we're gonna make it stick I, dude, now. I just felt like Supercross all over again. I was getting so yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're Kevin back. Is. He's he's basically how big are your feet now, bro? <laughs> Twenty two, like same Shaq. size. Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still running twelves. Yep. Well, Twenty two, like Shaq. He's as any big good Shaq. American male should. Size twelve. So you're a big guy. Were you six three, six two, six three with the afro? I, I swear I used to be. I don't know. I'm I'm barely six two now. Yeah, that's good. But with a size twelve, I mean, I'm that's about my height and size twelve shoe. Do you have trouble fitting in those rally cars? Is that like an issue compared to like the little European? It guys? is always a tiny car. No, the, the Subarus are good. Like rallies, if you look at your so you look at your Formula car drivers and they're all very very small and if you weigh 10 pounds extra you're not going to do very well and your road courses road car racers are generally they're getting smaller even nascar um it, it matters you got to be but in rally you have most of your tall people and your your drivers that were good drivers that just didn't quite they weren't small enough to to be in any other competitive sport i mean obviously you got like david coulthard and Jensen Button and those guys are like six two, six three, but they also weighed 140 pounds. Oh, like wow. I don't even know how they like what they did, or they ate like you know air um, for air like, to, for their meals. But yeah, like maximum. Um, <laughs> no, but that's what you have to be to be competitive in you know in F1 and that kind of stuff. Uh, whereas rally, it's kind of like motocross. You can make time, and and obviously less and less time, as we're saying now, as the you know the cars get better and the the riders get better and the drivers get better and the notes get better and now we have gopros where we can study you know all of the 
past races that have been done on that those roads and they have to be like 80% of the same road so you got 80% of the the roads that you can basically memorize before you get out there okay. um so it it's taken a lot of the the excessive time away um but it's still definitely rally is a this is the biggest car cuz it's based on a stock chassis hmm. there you go Nick. no so Sorry, you... that was man and then i found another 10 dollars guys Awesome. Man, Are you serious? Have you found $20 on the show? Paying off. Yeah, how cool is that? So we don't have to mail him Cole's cash, no, dude. You found 20 bucks, so you owe us 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or you some Cole's cash. Or, or if you have $100 cash. Cole's cash. That's yeah. the equivalent. That's the conversion rate. That is. Hey, can you tell me something about Hubert? Like this guy. I love Hubert. <laughs> he said, I about flipped a damn skid steer listening to y'all idiots. <laughs> he, lo- he uh, You can honestly understand why he <laughs> listens to us because he's a dumb redneck like us. And I we love- haven't given Travis half the dumbness. No, yet. no. I mean, we've been super professional. But yes. And this is as good as it gets, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> right. But like today I'm watching Hubert. He goes, would you want to drive one of these? And it's a Did star. Did you see the glasses he wore? Yes. And for that? Like, those welding ass. What are those welding? Welding glasses? Pit Viper welding glasses. Oh, gla- I don't it know. was like my daughter's glasses <laughs> that they like left over from some like uh, dress up game. There a right. star. Oh, I was like, Hubert, we got we to gotta talk. A Stark <laughs> 80 horsepower of whatever some HVAC. Because it's got AC. Like, yeah, the was... guy cracks me up. So <laughs> I'm just giving Hubert some love because I'm, I'm a big fan of his and and I know he's, he's like definitely funny. He's one of your damn foundation pieces, like him and Street Bike Tommy. Well, you know that, and actually it's funny because Street Bike was literally just uh, just walking out as you guys uh, called up. But um, yeah, the the coolest part is like everyone's like, oh, I want to come to Starline. Oh, that's be so fun. These guys are so lucky. No, these guys work their butts off, man. For sure. Um, Hubert Wessel, uh, you know, you got uh, Street Bike Tommy. You got so, so many of our kind of our original crew. I mean, Jim DeChamp is is always over. Jolene was was here for New Year's and. Um, it, the, the coolest part is that everybody works and Hubert, man, I, I don't know what I would do without him in my life, man. That there guy is someone that he will go to the end of the earth and back to make sure that, you know, all the Can-Ams are, are running, especially the, like any of the kids stuff or they, even if they don't even get on it, they come over like Hubert, you know, if he even has a uh, a thought that they might be coming over. He's working. He's got everything like warmed up and, and mm-hmm. out. And, you know, he just does so much, um, you know, because I'm not home a lot. So when I come home, he makes sure that like, I can really spend time with the family and spend time with Lindsay and spend time with the kids and everything's, I, I never have to ask him for anything. And he does, he spends a lot of time here. Um, you know, he also, you know, he works a lot of stuff and does a lot of content and, and whatnot. But, you know, he's one of the best track builders, uh, sure. I, I think, in the in the U.S. Wow. And uh, he builds a lot of, you know, that's where he, he's gone a lot of, uh, you know, preseason, basically before Supercross and then before outdoors to, to build a lot of the top guys courses. And, Look at that. Um, you know, that's kind of his, I guess that's his calling, although he loves driving Can-Ams. And he's just, he's funny. He's a funny cat, though, because he he doesn't like to, as much as, he likes to work on stuff. He doesn't want to break anything ever. So he's got so much mechanical sympathy that I swear Hubert is probably a very good driver, but I've never seen him put a vehicle anywhere near where it can go. Have you ever run across any footage? It might break it. Have you ever run across any footage of your house, at your house, of him and a little special someone? Now this here is my place. And he walks in, he's like, Trying to show him like, and he and he he winds up making love in your house, 
Have you ever seen any like security? <laughs> where he just kind of takes over. It's like, yes, where I live. I, listen, I didn't here's, want to say nothing, but this here's my place. You want to make love in the foam pit or what, huh? It's Hubert Land. Oh my gosh. It's Hubert Land. No, he's got he's got a he's got a real good girl now, but McKenna, Oh, good but, for him. Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think he just he kind of just came into his his own confidence. Like right. Hubert, you give him uh, what is you know, Hubert a welder or a like? wrench. Well, I mean, any kind of snap-on tool, that that man, or, or duct tape, you know, you can go at yeah. any size of the spectrum. Of, like, so opposite. Is he big into flashlights? There, and... I'm just saying, you know, it's a, the, 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 the wide variety of If I sell it on a tool so, truck, I want it. I like watching. I like his stuff on Instagram. I love watching Hubert. He's awesome. Would you rather ride the Stark 80 horsepower? Or this can no, but he's got so much confidence with any of that stuff. but Because oh, yeah. he knows it his shit. It took a while to come out of his shell. God. Like so you now know, he just he came over one time. It. Now, yeah, I think he, yeah, um, yeah, he he could he could definitely clean house now if if, if he wanted to. But like I said, he's got a good, a really <laughs> Don't good. Take girl, him good, to the bar. Everything. with They got you. a good relationship. Good yeah. for him. <laughs> he, he doesn't drink. He would <laughs> never drink anything. That's uh, awesome. Welcome to Hubertville, honey. I like how it's <laughs> settle it, up. You so knew it had in. to be Ville because then he could yeah. say, "Oh, we're at Hubertville." We's up our Hubertville and uh oh it's just crazy got out of hand over. Here. Where's where's all Hubert from? I want to know. He's from Hubertville, son. <laughs> Hubertville, Tennessee. Mur- Murfreesboro or well last cast is Tennessee. Right okay. on. Right on. He's gotta come on with us one day. We gotta get him somewhere. He needs to come in studio. Yes, we gotta get him. Anytime he gets down around this area, we gotta get him in. I think we just flip live to him. He's in a, the he's the reason. Here. We We're got going Travis. live to Hubert in the skid steer right now. Guy. Hey, fellas, I'm over here at damn John's track here. He won't set a hoop to do's, and I don't believe Foy's ready for it, but I'm going to build them for him anyway. I'll be back here to knock tops off of them. We'll knock tops off. <laughs> he don't need them things peaked out like that, but he says I'll, I'll he, build them whatever they're paying me to build. But yeah, I don't they, $100 a whoop, a I'll do what track. I want now. God <laughs> He wants a set of 18 when, whoops. That's $1,800. Our AD, my ADD is kicking a little bit. I'm going back to Supercross and the opener i'm good with that so they said that star yamaha everybody's saying they built a, a duplicate track like a, they built a one they everybody's done that like it's yeah. nothing new but and stewart and, even said it don't help yeah stewart says it doesn't help it's not all oh, you can have 100 laps on that 500 laps not going to help do you what do you think about that travis do you think that it's gonna help but you know a one's always different but it i mean you would think it have to help. Would, almost like from almost like running your rally course. <laughs> if it's a, an identical, you know where your your marks are. You know, or are those guys just so good? If that I they've... can't memorize a supercross course by lap two and have every jump dialed in by lap four. I shouldn't be out there. Like right. rally is a hundred and eighty miles, and you get to go <laughs> so over. So that's further. Twice. You're not gonna. You're not gonna further. be a, generally. <laughs> um, no, but like. I don't even have to look at a supercross track because they do like, you know, the tabletops are a certain distance, the on offs, the diff. I could not walk a supercross track. I'm going to hit oh. the triples the first lap. I'm going to blitz the whoops. I'm going to hit still even my old butt, right? You well, maybe suck. not right now. Really? That's incredible. Seriously, right now, if you just went to A1, they gave you a fully bike to your spec. You could bust that first lap out of just complete and hit at least hit those. Yeah, obstacles. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be competitive, but yeah, like. But you could like, jump. But the that's obstacles. what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, by lap four, if you're not up to speed, there's you're you're done. The, the, no, it just doesn't matter. Like you're, you're done. Um, it, it 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 doesn't matter. I never won my home track. I ran Bud's Creek my entire life, and I never won a, a single moto there. 
So that sort like, of I, plays for, to what for, you're asking. Okay. Yeah, that's that. That, I mean, the A1 I guess situation. That answers my question. Replica track. He raced Bud's Creek. That is the track. What 5, about Hubert? Could Hubert, at his peak, qualify? Just make the night show. No. Hey, I'm sorry, Hubert. Hey, he looked up to Doug Gus. Hey, give Hubert a uh, four wheeler okay. in a GNCC race. I now, think he'd be good. Oh, okay. Now we're, okay. now we're talking. Now we're talking. Why didn't we know that? We should have known. Like, I yeah. got Doug Gus. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite, Doug Gus. Is that how he talks? No, I don't know. I just oh, dang it. <laughs> no, we don't even know Doug Gus. No, I, know, I know who that I is. I know who Doug Gus is. Yeah. All right. But that was, let me tell you, that's impressive too because you watch those guys on GNCC on those four-wheelers go through the woods. Oh, my God. That I'm looks. Out. That does look a little bit like rally. Those guys are bouncing all over the place. Travis, didn't you do that at one point, do like a, a GNCC uh-huh. and – Supercross and yeah, Florida, stuff. right? Well, I tried it twice. The first time I I crashed in the first turn, and I mm. broke the the only time I was in shape. Like I was ready. I was yeah. like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna go win a GNCC race. And I do. I love like going to Croom and through the woods. I I grew. I mean, Maryland. It's all woods. So I was like, yeah, this is gonna be great. And uh, yeah, I went from like last to fifth in the first half of the first lap, and the bike overheated. And then I, I didn't even make the night show for the um, the flat track and mm. got beat by a girl. And, yeah, I mean, it was just – it went downhill. And then Supercross was – everything was bad. So then I came back on a bet, and I got the flu. So I was supposed to practice um, – I don't even think it was a dollar on the line. It was uh, – um, shoot, David Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls me out, like, I don't know, like a week before the race. And I was like, oh, I'm free that weekend, like next week. Here we go. And I – flew down from a, a rally and i got sick like the worst food poisoning ever i don't know bad oysters or whatever like i was a day and a half i couldn't even get out of my hotel room and then i ran i rode one day at croom i had blisters so bad you're ready you're ready so I, I i went to the race and i led the first lap and then i was i passed back in the lead on the end of the lap two and by lap four my tongue was so deep in the spokes um i mean i I popped uh, the chain off, and it was um, uh, shoot, who was? I forget who was even the the team manager there, but Suzuki had got me a factory bike, and I think Rodney Smith Rodney. was down there, and yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I was so stoked, and then I like literally, I was sick for like a week after that. I don't think it was a food poison. I think it was just like ran myself into ran like, yourself. I into almost the passed hole. out. Yeah, Mike Webb was there, and I uh, this is when I was still dropping back, so I was probably third to fifth. And I, my chain popped off and I was so happy. And then <laughs> like, it was just like Rodney Smith was just there. He's like, Oh, let me fix that. Pops it back. I was like, Oh, no, 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 you're still no. getting up live. It's like, Slow I, down. I don't want to. Yeah. Horrible. Let's take our time fixing this chain. Out. I really need Oh, you this. don't have the right wrench. That's all good, man. Don't yeah. worry. No, I got it. Take our time. Here comes Hubert out of the woods. I got you, buddy. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Son of a gun. So true. All right, Travis, I'm going to call you back probably every week. Now to his for fifty two weeks, yeah, yeah. It's a written New Year's resolution he made, but yep. yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it's how's the knee? By the way, before we let you go, are we good? Squats? What are we doing, dude? It sucks. My grass lied to me. <laughs> I, I've been, um, yeah, it's I'm I'm three weeks in right now. Yeah, and uh, man, it's it hurts. Um, I've, I've always for the last like three years, whenever everyone's like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "A new knee." Now I'm like, oh, "I got a new knee." I don't. 
I can't. Just no lack of no pain. Like, I don't know, this sucks. But yeah, hopefully uh, I'll be good for the season. So coming back for the first round of uh, a rally this year, and yeah, should be should be fun. When does that start up? Uh, rally starts uh, first weekend of February. Cool. Oh, soon. You got anything else going on you need to tell us about in the uh, shows? Hubert's wedding. Yep. Hubert's getting married. Anything? One ninety nine. My, my my kids keep keep asking them every time. Yeah. No, we got a yeah channel one ninety nine. Man, we uh, so. I, I, I'm going to go into this for a second. Sorry to take you guys' time, but so got a pretty cool sponsor with uh, with Black Rifle, and they really don't care about racing. They're just like, hey, wherever you go to a race, let's bring in some veterans. Let's bring in like the local community, and let's just let's cool. make some people's days. Like, how can we have some fun? So it's it's kind of a like Red Bull's awesome, and if you want to do something, you want to win something, they're always behind you. But like Black Rifle is like, how can we have fun? How can we do it with the community, especially the veteran community? Um, so I met him through like kind of the Walter Reed, uh, my dad always, cause he was military and uh, Marine. So yep. he'd always bring some, uh, some wounded veterans out for usually Memorial day, that kind of time. He's like, yeah, it's, he goes, it's just good to spend some time thinking about those who have fallen and, uh, give thanks for, um, for the life that they provided and, uh, be around some good people. So that was always kind of his thing. And, um, one of the founders of black rifle found out that I was doing that and they brought out Tim Montana and then some of the other black rifle drivers. And we had everyone from people from the Naval Academy to, um, you know, for some boot campaign, uh, you know, some wounded vets, some um, active duty military. And, you know, for the last couple of years, we've, we've done stuff like that. Um, but it's always hard because, you know, just the upkeep on like Pastrana land, if you will, or whatever you want to call it, my, my house, um, <laughs> it's just expensive Huberville. when everyone it's comes over and everyone crashes from here and on that we're well, everyone crashes the can ams and the pit bikes and all the stuff. And Hubert's awesome. He fixes it all, but like, it's, it's still, it's, it's a cost. So right. we kind of started channel one nine nine to say, okay, let's build up Pastrana land and let's just have a way where we can have more veterans out and we can have more supercross and motocross fans. Let's do shoot. I mean, like it's fun for me to go and, teach five, 10 people a day to learn how to backflip in the foam pit. And they, the, the amount of smiles like we do event um, at Pleasure Valley with Jeff Cernick yeah. um, every year and, you know, raise 20,000 plus dollars for a uh, you know, pro purse. And, um, uh, you know, basically the adaptive class runs for free and the, any veterans uh, class runs for free. Um, and then we give out golden tickets. I, it wasn't my idea, but it's kind of like Willy Wonka where yep. if you finish top 10 in any of the amateur or the, the youth classes, um, you get a candy bar. And 20 of those candy bars have a golden ticket. And uh-huh. if that's the, if you have a golden ticket, you come down for a day and Cernick, Jeff Cernick himself cooks, uh, cooks some breakfast. Uh, if you ever had a, um, basically spam and, and, and griddle and, and all kinds of weird, uh, Pennsylvania, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, delicacies. Yes. And, uh, then you, uh, you know, you, you ride all day and we got pit bikes for everyone to teach everyone how to backflip. And I'm like, man, we just always have so much fun doing that. So we basically started this channel and the sponsors that we have now with, with Can-Am and Black Rifle and said, well, let's let's do something where we can video this and we can get more access to invite more people out that, that want to do this or that I'm going through a tough time. And, you know, like I don't need to in very fortunate position thanks to motocross and, and racing and, and a life full of uh, crashing and having fun like <laughs> I just would be awesome to be able to get my friends to be able to have an excuse to take off work so we can, we can play more. We can do more shenanigans with, uh, with, with up and comers and, uh, we're building a half pipe for my wife and hopefully that goes into Olympics with, uh, you know, lot skating's in there and she can, uh, you know, help teach, teach some of the younger, uh, up and coming women, uh, you know, how to, how to skate, uh, you know, better and that kind of stuff. And we can do some content with like guys like Tony Hawk and everything. So 
we'll be doing a lot more stuff at the house. And if you can like and subscribe, channel one, I always thought that was the dumbest thing ever, but it actually <laughs> it now works. it's with sponsorship. It, 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 it helps. Kind of makes yeah. Sense. No. Channel, channel 199. Channel 199. Right on. Well, I hope the three people that listen yeah. will subscribe. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, comment. Is... If you want to come over, just say, hey, I want to come to Pastrana Land, and then maybe we'll pick you. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Maybe That's we'll right. have a contest. I mean, it's got to be a compelling story. I don't know if you can just say you want to Yeah, you can't. Have, yeah, have let's, let's, let's. I dated Hubert back in 95, <laughs> and he dumped me. <laughs> I got two kids. They had little baby Huberts, and we want to come up there and backflip. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to come up our. Up our backflip. Up our backflip. Come up our backflip a little bit, man. That's why. All right. So, yeah, when we come by, we'll have put the dollar bet on which one of us backflips no, first. Hey, I'm just going to nominate not, you, Nicholas. <laughs> not doing it. Sugar seen, balls, look, black. They'll miserable. back out, and then he'll never be able to teach me. <laughs> no, you can do it. Nick's oh, dumb. I do, Nick. Nick yeah, would Nick, totally do it. Travis would totally do you. I don't think Travis gives up until he, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, until right. he seals the deal. Wait, hold, hold up. I'm, um, <laughs> you are doing Nick. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, sorry, Travis. We didn't mean to sign you up for this. You're, you're doing Nick. <laughs> you're flipping Nick. Backflips only. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Hey, well, yeah, thank you. Can uh Nick, can you do a backflip on trampoline? Uh you know, at one point I could years ago. He's fifty, how two yeah, three? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fifty something. I'm fifty plus. But he's sexier than most twenty year olds. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that right sexy. now. I, I got that going for me. Well, I mean, Randy Richardson, his fiftieth birthday, he went to dirt, man. That that guy learned he wow. he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna do a backflip. Was he that just, one day? Richardson did yes, he went to dirt. Richardson's listening he to went, he'll, it. The research is going to be listening to this. So if he went to dirt, you, I, you got I, foam at least. Don't say I dirt. Got, I'm not going to say dirt. You got yeah, foam. Don't, don't say dirt. No, people, no one goes to dirt in the first week. No. It's just because you're going to crash the first time to dirt. Well, how long am I going to have to live with you to get this down? <laughs> you're going to sleep in the pit. A month. You're going to live with Hubert. I don't know. You're going to live at Huberville. Is, but you're Hubert, going to you're Hubert. You're going to have to, yeah. Hubert, go feed Nick again. <laughs> He'll be chunking a bucket of water. <laughs> feeding water <laughs> Nick. He's ready to flip. All right. Travis, thank you for being on. Thank you very much. I hope your knee gets better soon. Yeah, I hope the pain goes away. Good luck on the rally season. Yeah, brother. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm fired up for you. That's cool. Yeah, much appreciated. I'm looking forward to the Supercross season. It's going to be freaking awesome, guys. So man, man. A lot to talk about. Here it comes. Yeah, yeah we'll follow I'll, back uh, up. Look forward to a call next week. Yeah, yeah. I'll see <laughs> yes, you next week. Exactly. Thanks, Travis. See you, man. See you, brother. See ya. There Good dude. Go. So that was Travis Pastrana, right? No, that was Hubert. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, Travis, Travis, Travis will be up on there next week. You know hey. good and well that Shane, the dude that got the dong uh, home and lock screen, Shane the plumber, he'd be like, how's it going, Hubert? And Hubert would be like, oh, it's working pretty good. And it'd just be nonstop. You couldn't tell who's talking. You wouldn't well, know which you know, one. there's a boy over there down the road. I hey, had to fix his truck. And I tell you, though, <laughs> Hubert has come out of his shell. He's, he's got, his Instagram's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which one of these you want to run? Yeah, the like Star Horsepower. I know. And the we did have... him with a smart shot. Hey, he's right. <laughs> Hubert's right up our alley, and we have to get yes. him. We... He is the reason I got the Travis can on. with a yeah. smart shot. And, uh, I mean, come Travis, on. Travis, I saw the text. Travis, this here's Kevin. He's part of DMX. Say hey. He's just like me. He wants you to be on his little TV. Yeah, is it TV show? No, it ain't TV show. He wants you to be on his radio show. No, nope, Next not a radio time we show. get close, anywhere close to him, he's in studio. 100%. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, if he's in. close to us. Yeah, let's just fly him in. Yeah, but we got some places to go. We're going to Nashville and we're going to. We might. Nashville. We're going Nashville. to. Where's that other place? It's a long that? walk to Gator Nashville. Gator Bike. It is. Where's that? No, where's that, uh, that other Triple Crown thing? Oh, uh. 
uh, Sand Mountain. Sand, Sand Mountain. Mountain. That's Albertville, Alabama. Oh, the last, other one's in Kentucky. The last one's in Kentucky, okay. yes. Billy Lyle's Triple Crown. Which yep. was very successful this past weekend. Yes, right? and we yeah. missed it. Because of the flu, but we're going next I mean, what's a, what's a couple of cases of flu? When did that ever hold us back? Uh, this year? I'm yeah. embarrassed to say it did, though. But, yeah, it was gnarly. So we're going to go to those, and then probably the Nashville Supercross, it sounds like. Finished Motorcycle Days, obviously. Day in the Dirt, yep. obviously. Day in the Dirt's going to be good. We gotta, we're going to plan out the, the rest of that. Mitchell, you have to come to Day in the Dirt. For no reason. Yeah, not Mitchell. even riding, just... Just come. Spectating. Yep. And adjusting us whenever we hit the ground. Yeah, bring your table. Yeah. There'll be, so a, we'll have there'll be a lot of people there. Bring a lot of rubbers. Yeah. yeah. A lot of rubbers. Lot of rubbers. Yeah, you don't want to get anybody pregnant. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So there's that. Mitch has got the only chiropractor office that when you go in, he's like, okay, go Put back a there to that room. Put dis- a rubber on. Disrobe. Here's a prophylactic. <laughs> yeah. What? You're I'm signing like, up. They give you a pin. And, and I would the, be more on like, the hey, tip man. of the pin is a rubber. It's flapping around like a yeah. Santa Claus hat when you're signing. <laughs> you're like, what is this? Just put it on. I'd be like, now go back there and wash. I got my clothes <laughs> off. What now? Now you put. Now it puts on the blindfold. It puts the blind. It puts the blindfold. It puts, it puts the the bl- a lotion on its skin. <laughs> I'm like, man, my it puts a lotion. Do you guys on use skintimate lotion? Skintimate. Skintimate lotions. Yeah. It puts the lotion on his skin. Mm. <laughs> That's delicious. <laughs> Your L3 and L4 are out of whack. Just a this couple really of hurts, pounds man. What are you here. doing? What are you doing? Getting your, all your L's back in line. Everything's cracking, man. This is weird. Does my insurance cover this? Why does chiropractics make your anus hurt so bad? So weird. <laughs> Nick couldn't even talk. That's bad, Nick. Right. You're but always. It's bad when something is in my mind and it makes me laugh before I could ever get it spit out. Oh, so, that means he thought of a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, y'all missed that because yeah. I couldn't. He couldn't get it out. I couldn't even get it out. I'm, I'm, I'm weak there. I'm weak. He is weak. But your insurance is the only thing that's be covered. <laughs> Long as I can bill you insurance. <laughs> yeah. Long Come as I here. get paid, I ain't Hubert worried about out. what happens hey, to you. Say Hubert, hey, at some point, <laughs> they'll figure out who Mitchell is and he's going to lose his license. And... <laughs> no, but hey, we're, uh, we're going to send Hubert over to uh, Mitchell's clinic. Lay down. Lay down, Hubert. Lay down on the table. <laughs> this is only going to take a minute. This is weird, man. What's going on? Trust me, it only hurts the first 37 times. <laughs> Yeah, after the thirty, your thirty eighth visit is free, <laughs> if you make it to that point. Oh, he'll make it. Hubert will make it. Freaking, yeah. he, he would do it. <laughs> he's gonna flip a damn skid steer. I'm gonna flip a damn skid steer. Listen, to y'all idiots. You wouldn't flip into a foam pit, dude. I think no. the thing about Did you going, see the guy on the street bike. Yeah, he missed the foam pit. I'm not talking about doing it on a freaking. Can the R6? foam pit be in a foam pit? But I know, but like. Just think, oh, that like way I can't street miss. bike Tommy like has been there a million times. He's seen worst case scenario every time. And he goes, whoa, and he thought <laughs> that, that was a speed. Uh, and he just shoots off to yep. the side. He was the only person I ever saw riding something over 100 horsepower. <laughs> I know. I go, just know take if you damn go there, wing up there, they don't take no for an answer. No. You are turning a David Iser went up there. He backflipped a YZ250, and he went ramp to dirt in a Chevy Astro van about 200 feet. 
I don't want to jump no. a Chevy Astro van. He did. Again. He drove it. You, <laughs> that's true. There's Unless video. it's over railroad tracks with the police coming. Yeah. Right. Then we'll jump through Astro van. No, I, I just think they don't take no for an answer. Yeah, if you man, go there, I know those people. I'm you are right. expected. You're making okay. love to somebody. You're you know the railroad you're tracks. You're getting it in that, in that the uh, chiropractic pit. table. The, the chiropractic table with Mitchell yeah. or that phone pit or Hubert is having At sex with you. At some point, you're, you're having sex. I have sex with you. One of the, t- yeah. one, the four things are happening. Okay, you know the railroad tracks behind Log Cabin and Vitus? Yes. Those railroad That's tracks. That's a good one. Yeah. I jumped those on the hood of a 1985 <laughs> Caprice Classic. Why were you on the hood? I bet you $12. You can't do it. If it that's I, what I, I couldn't tell you why I was on the oh, hood. Okay. But, I mean, but you were on I, the hood, I, I like holding on by the windshield wipers. I was holding on by the windshield wipers, and he yes. jumped the railroad tracks. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Do you know how bad that could have gone? Yeah, like I if he I bounced do. out the front and then the car ran well, over him, that would have been he bad. gone. I dog. get that. Them things don't yeah. stop on a dime. They're seventeen thousand foot long. There's those square nose Caprice. We had one. Caprice. My brother went to Muddy Creek, the Top Gun showdown. Me and him in a Caprice Classic. With a three rail trailer, a st- a street bike wheel on the back of your factory in the C class. No, not that. But I'm kidding. Yeah, I bet nobody shows up to Loretta's anymore on a in a Caprice class. And I bet they don't. No, there's no way. If they do, it's parked in the helicopter we pad should, on top we of the RV. We should build a winners take y'all hearse to pull the trailer behind and, oh, and go to the races. <laughs> the, in. the mojo. And this that, song plays good. if the car is cranked. Yeah. Just like the Goldwing with the Eagles. With the speaker. In if the it's grill. running. That place, the speaker in the grill, yes. Yeah. That TX, way everybody can some party. Pioneer TX10s in the window. Yeah, my you know God. What I'm about. Yeah, we do. You remember the TX10s? Hundred percent. That wasn't just. I a ain't gear cut line. no hole in my damn back of my glass. No. Glass. <laughs> I'll run some TX10s. I ain't slicing my glass. <laughs> yeah, you'll have that. Okay, are we riding tomorrow? Did you talk? All right, Greg. Greg Day. Greg? What, I mean, I'd go tomorrow. It's, it's got too much going on. What about Saturday? I mean, I don't have to go tomorrow. I can go Saturday. Well, Saturday I, go I got this Saturday. karaoke party, and I really need to throw down. What, what karaoke party? How are we not here? It's at night. It's Kelly's 50th birthday. Who's, Who's Kelly? Kelly? Every one of my friends. Kelly Kieran's. Every one oh, of your so, friends is going to be so there, but we haven't been invited. No, every one of my friends is turning 50 this year, you bunch of oh, idiots. Well, let me finish it, God damn